This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Jeff, what are you doing September 22nd through the 24th? I'm going to the Cincinnati Comic Expo. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, Hobie listeners, Cincinnati Comic Expo returns to the Duke Energy Convention Center September 22nd through the 24th, 2017. Uh, great guests include Greg Capula, the artist from Batman, and, just announced, John Ratzenberger. Yep, Cliff Clavin himself. So get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com and come party with Hobie and Cliff Clavin and Greg Capula. More artists and guests will be announced on Cincinnati Comic Expo on Facebook. Get your tickets now. All right. Oh. It's about comic books, movies, growing up with Rokusuki. Superman before Zack Snyder ruined him. Michael Keaton was the best Batman, while Christian Bale was just deadpan. No one remembers the other ones. Princess Leia in the Bad Ideas, episode number 164. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I'm Blake. Hi, Blake. How you doing? Doing great. Thank you. We rearranged the studio a little bit, so now I get to see I'm right across from you. I know. I could actually, like, give you death stares. Hi, sweetie. You're so cute. Yes, you are. I see you. Anyways. Um, Did that disturb anyone else at the table? He ignores me, so it's not like he knows what I'm saying. Uh, with us this week is film critic to the stars and... Scab to the Hobie Show. Scab Jeff. Welcome, Jeff. It disturbed me because every time I've been here, you've been sitting directly across from Blake. Yes. We changed it up last couple weeks. You missed it. Uh, (laughs) When you were sober, you would have remembered that. But since you were drunk last time... The the last time I was here, it was... Two drunk Jeffs. Okay. Not as good as my two dads. Uh, And also... nothing is. Well, who are the two stars in that, Jeff? Go. Greg Evigan and Paul Reiser. That's pretty impressive. Uh, okay. And with us, number one fan, Doug. Welcome, Doug. Hello. Welcome. Hey, Doug. I'm glad you came back after the debacle of uh, Drunk Scab Jeff last time. So I'm just glad he didn't scare you away. That that made it worthwhile. That's the only reason I came back. I, I'm hoping that Jeff gets that drunk. Let's he go, did. Scab. You Doug kept, gave me one beer today. <laughs> well, we got, we got some eggnog. Doug kept saying... Uh, Scab Jeff's not on? I'm not going to come on until Scab Jeff's on. We did get a lot of response to Scab Jeff. They wanted to know how you got home. They wanted to know if you got home. Uh, they wanted to know if you were in jail. And uh, they wanted to know if you can drink more like that next time, too. So, <laughs> if we, you were like the Golden Globes. It was great. Right. <laughs> we had a private helicopter flying home. We did. We did. We, had, we Ubered it on a tractor. So, uh, Scab Jeff's here to give us his Oscar picks. Um, and Doug's here just to fact check us. So, sure. Good job. Alternative yeah. facts. He'll read his own feedback. Yes. <laughs> so, Actu- it- actually, I'm here <clears throat> to hit you up for some money. Mm-hmm. 
May 27th, Pandora, the world of Avatar, opens at Disney World. I'm willing to go down there mm-hmm. and, and cover that for you. Uh-huh. As uh-huh. long as you just pay for my hotel room. Uh-huh. Can you use some of that podcast money? Well, uh, Blake, you're a Disney fan. Could you sponsor uh, Number One Fan Doug for this? Sure. We'll pay him 4000 IOUs, and that should cover your first two nights, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, are you okay? You're you're a Disney. Go, go ahead, run up your expenses, <laughs> and we'll reimburse you in IOUs. Just give keep, that to keep Disney. Tra- keep track of all your expenses, though. We don't give IOUs out for you know bullshit. Okay. Well, you just he just said Avatar Land. That's bullshit. Uh, we don't. We're not reimbursing him for that. Do you care as a Disney fanatic? Do you care no. about Avatar Land? No. What would you have rather have it as? The original Fantasy Island, or not Fantasy Island, the Fantasy Kingdom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I but agree. You know what? If it takes people from the other parks, so be it. So, so let's. I mean, I'll go see it, but yeah, I don't. What, care what would have rather them they made it Star Wars Land? Well, yeah. Well, that's in 2019. Yeah, yeah but they could have opened it now instead put, of stupid Avatar. My wife did say next for 2018. You know, we're thinking about Disney. Because she won't get pregnant this time, and uh, we won't have to cancel the trip. As far as you know. Oh no! Well, it's not my kid. <laughs> that's been that's been uh, chopped off. And um, so I said, we they don't always take. Oh, it's right, folks. He has no penis. <laughs> Call me a eunuch. Uh, no, uh, no. I, I told her I was like, we're just going to wait till 2019 because that's when Star Wars Lands opens. So I don't want to go the year before and miss out because we're not going to go back for years after that. No, what happened? I they, said the same thing. They, no, they still have Frontierland. Yes. Okay. Did they remove the air rifles from Frontierland? Uh, so they, you can no longer pretend you're shooting at people on the, the uh, posts that go by. Oh, yeah. They still they still have the target, but it's, I think it's like laser light or something. Oh, cool. It used to be BBs, but. Do you still go in the giant ball in Epcot? Yes. What is that? Spaceship Earth. Does it, it change the ride in that, or no? I heard they were changing the ride in that. Oh. Scab Jeff, what about you? Excited about wrong. Disney? Yeah, so, they're they're going to make it flat. <laughs> so is you, Avatar Land? Is that like the blue people, the blue aliens? Yes. Yes. James, the blue people. Who cares about that movie anymore? Nobody's talked about that movie for like twenty years. We have. But yeah, but there's three sequels coming out. <laughs> Are there really? Yes. <laughs> Aren't you the I, film critic? I, I haven't heard anything about this. How do you know? Obviously, he doesn't listen to our show. Uh-huh. <laughs> are, they, are they really coming out, though? I've heard, you know... You know the first one is. There's just a good chance of that coming out as the Batman, so... Well, the, oh, wow. Well, I suppose they haven't started production yet, but they're pretty far along in pre-production for the first one. Do you think... Yeah, I mean, how bad do you think these sequels are going to do? We've talked about it before. If there's three sequels, there's no way anybody goes to the third one, right? I think it might be the biggest drop-off between the first movie of a, a series and the second movie of a series. Wow. Nobody cares about that movie <laughs> No, I'm You say, wow, usually the second movie does better than the first movie. That is true. <laughs> oh. the, the only reason the first movie did well is the first 3D. Yeah. You know, you look at Alice in Wonderland, it was the second 3D movie. It did very well. I think uh, that was the biggest yeah. selling point of the first Avatar. Mm-hmm. I think now people that go back and watch it and realize it was kind of... Pfft. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And actually, I know Beowulf came out before. And Avatar. Dial M from, from Murder, the old Alfred Hitchcock movie, was in 3D. Oh, not the new 3D. <laughs> not, not Wait, the, Jaws uh, 3 was in 3D. I think, I think the... Uh... <laughs> Those are with the, the crappy blue and red glasses. <laughs> the, this is at least the, the digital 3D. I, th- I think the official movie reviews for that has fallen it to a uh, B minus. 
Oh, that bad. <laughs> Everybody loves entertainment with these grades. That's right. Uh, James Cameron said Avatar sequel will be a family saga. So I'm excited <laughs> about that. Really excited about that. So who's family? The Manson family? Uh, Avatar Do- family Robinson? The Dahmer family. <laughs> uh, Sam Worthington said it will take seven years a- take place seven years after the first one. Jurassic family seven Avatar? years to make it. All right. So he's going to have a family with the other blue one. With Zoe. Uh-huh. Zoe Saldana, is that her name? Close enough. Zoe okay. Saldano. Yeah, Saldano. Okay. So it's going to be a multicultural Avatar family? Oh, I'm sure it will be. She's blue. Well, he's blue too. Is he? Oh, yeah, he eventually became the big stick. Yeah, his Avatar is, yeah. yeah. My bad, sorry. Never I suppose thought. he got all the you know genetics of the blue guys mm-hmm. when he became a blue guy. Awful film. Uh, let's do an up-down this week. One thing we're up on this week, one thing we're down on. Jeff, you go first. Uh, up, I was up on meeting everybody this weekend. Uh, the Cincinnati Beer Fest was this weekend, and mm-hmm. we, we met uh, you know, Big Dev came down, uh, Jeannie and Tony. From Salty Language? And, and not Jeannie, couple, though. Yeah, no, Jeannie is her own person. She's mm-hmm. not part of Salty Language. Yep. Uh, so Jeannie, uh, the first lady of space violence, and Tony of Salty Language. It was a good time. T was there from T, Salty Language. T from Salty Language, and, and uh, Josh and Rose, a couple of other friends of theirs, were there. So, so, so doesn't that mean most of uh, Shot of History podcast were there as well? Just a third. A third of the Just Shot of third. History. Well, he counts as two thirds, doesn't he? Give <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his hands only count for a fifth. But yeah, yeah, his hands a twelfth. A twelfth. He really has tiny hands. Dev does. They're tiny. Um, no, uh, it was great. I, you know what? That's my up this week, too, since the beer fest. Never did it before. That was a fun time. You bought $45. Well, if you were MVP, it's 55 uh, Thank you, honey. Anyways, but uh, you get a little cup, and you walk around, and you sample as many beers as you want. And there's uh, 500 vendors, yeah. I think they said there. Yeah. So. I, I kind of saw in there. I'm kind of like Dev Snuffleupagus. You are. Uh, he is. He said that so you I are. Don't exist. <laughs> Dev said that since he didn't see you, you were his Canadian girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a good one. But uh, it was a good time. The I think. Model. Blake, you always go to this. This is my first year for this, and I enjoyed it. I always go in the evening. Yes, I didn't realize that. And everybody else got tickets for the day. I know the day drinking was great because nobody was there. It was very not as crowded. I, during I the saw day. the photos, and yeah, you're right. I was almost kind of jealous because all the recommendations you guys told me to go try, they were, they were out. already out. That was Same. what I was assuming. Because yeah, there was the one, the uh, mm-hmm. Braxton Brewery's uh, Greater uh, Raspberry Chip Ice Cream. Gone. Doug, uh, number one fan, Doug, did mm-hmm. you bring that for us this week? That, uh, I was supposed to get that this week. The beer? No. Okay, you forgot. Just I have nothing to do with me. Okay. Sorry, you pay for it. Fish yeah, was I did supposed to. <laughs> Fish was supposed to give it to you to bring to us. He just put it in a refrigerator, and you know. And you probably drank it by now, and it's all gone. I tried it. No, I wasn't a big fan. No. Oh, I'm probably not going to like it, but I want to at least try it. So, Blake, next year, beer fest, you're going to go with us in the daytime. And why don't you guys go with us in the evening? Because it's too crowded. I hate people. It wasn't that bad. I, I love gatherings. But it, I it was people. actually uh, not as crowded as the years before because... Because they spread out to the evening. They spread it out to the uh, day. We had lemon pound cake beer. It was gone. Was it? By the time I tried to get it, yes. <laughs> it was uh, It was uh, interesting. I will mm-hmm. say that. I don't know if I could drink more than a little cup of it, yeah. but it was good. Yeah, the Westerman. Mm-hmm. So, Jeff, uh, Scab Jeff, what are you up on? 
Uh, I'm up on the <clears throat> excuse me. I'm up on the Oscars. I'm, okay. I'm excited. I've watched all the Best Picture nominees. I've seen La La all Land nine four. of them. I've seen La La Land four times. I saw La La Land. Did, did you have to pay to see it four times? It is awful. It is the best movie ever made. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Do you mean best musical of the last year? I mean best movie ever made. I, I have to argue on that. I saw the new Ghostbusters this weekend. <laughs> and I, I, I'd have to, you know, fight you on that. <laughs> was Ghostbusters up for Best Picture? I think it was. Should have been. Should have been. Should have been. been. Now, now for listeners who haven't been with us yes. for the, the full, you know, 160 episodes now, where are we at? 164. 164. We have, we have Scab Jeff, who's replacement Jeff, by the way, when mm-hmm. the real Jeff can't make it. You know, he, he is the guy that comes in and gives us his Oscar predictions, mm-hmm. and then we hold him accountable after the Oscars, come back in, and we make fun of him for the picks he didn't get right and all that kind of stuff. Unlike Avatar sequels, Jeff actually has, Scab Jeff has actually gone up every year in his picks. First year, yes. Scab Jeff was at 28%. That's correct. He had a horrible first year. Yes. He, he started off rough. He I had a bad I was going here. with what I felt should win instead of what was going You gotta to think like Hollywood people. And yeah, that yeah, you let's vote yourself... for these uh, terrible movies, yeah! That's right, that means you gotta give yourself a, a, a bloated self-importance you know. Let's a... make a musical uh, what should we name it? I don't know La 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 La, La, La. Yeah, La, La Land that sounds better, yeah, that La, sounds La, awesome La, 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 La. Thanks, La La Land. Let's make a musical we haven't had one of those since the 50s Yeah! yeah. You know what? Maybe we'll make a movie about uh, somebody that doesn't talk. About, uh, somebody about who uh, dances and sings in the rain. Yeah. We, we had a musical win uh, at least Shut it, Jeff. in Jeff. Anyways, so then Scab Jeff hit 85% last year. Yeah. Which was very well done. Well done. Well done. I think I'll up it this year. Okay. Because yeah. La La Land's going to sweep, and it deserves to. It's Okay. I've never seen a better movie with better cinematography, with better uh, costume design. Uh, mm-hmm. Production design, mm-hmm. editing, all of those. It's it's just so perfect how they... I, yeah. It's hard to... <laughs> it's, a, it's tough to make crap like it is. Oh, it, I it saw was, it and I uh, wanted to kill myself after the two hours of watching. You did not see it. Yes, I did. When? This weekend. So. Liar. No, I did. <laughs> I, I Where did you go see it? It is well worth watching. It. I am serious that I do think that it's the best movie ever made. And... <laughs> Like, people say Citizen Kane is the best movie ever made, and that's bullshit, because that was, what, 70 years ago? Yeah. Like, yeah, that was nobody's the done any, <laughs> yeah, Nobody's done anything better in the they last 70 years. They didn't have people in that movie. Ghostbusters. <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> if Rogue One came out before uh, episode four, people would say Rogue One was the best Star Wars movie. I do say that. I say it's second best. Uh, I say it's the third best. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Blake, what but, are you? All? Oh, sorry. <laughs> but people will, will definitely mm-hmm. would say that. But La La Land, I think it's the, the culminate. It's everything I learned in film school. And it's like, this is the perfect movie. <clears throat> uh-huh. And it's a movie about jazz. And it's like the, oh, wow. Can't the filmmaker. Can't get wrong Is there jazz hands in it? Jazz hands. You could see that, but the the three of the hosts all did the jazz hands. At the exact same time without any prompting. (laughs) Because when the word jazz hands are said. Jazz hands. Anyways, we'll get to to your Oscar tricks here in a couple minutes. Blake, what are you up on? I like uh, Beer Fest. Okay. It was a very good weekend. I've been going now for like five, six years in a row. Mm -hmm. Make a big evening out of it. Go stay at the Netherland Plaza and the next day at the Orchid Grill. There's a nice Art Deco. We will be you know, joining you for brunch and, and next brunch. year. I mean, it's awesome. It's expensive brunch, but if you stay there for at least a couple hours, 
You get your money's worth. We will be joining you. So it's an all-you-can-eat brunch? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yes, well, they're going to lose money on Jeff. Yeah, they didn't yeah. say that. And if Dev goes, oh, my God, we're not going to have anything <laughs> that's, left. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I, You know, so uh, it, it's, and it's great food, too, by the way. And I mean, it's some of the best food that you'll have in Cincinnati as well. You know, for brunch. I mean, they got brunch. They got everything from regular breakfast to, you know, the second regular breakfast. lunch. Second breakfast <laughs> second to breakfast. first lunch to second Z's and, mm-hmm. and uh, all that, that kind of stuff. So this I episode mean, sponsored by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it, what you can basically eat there in a couple hours and you don't have to eat for the rest of the day. Gotcha. Doug, what are you up on? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Really? I really like it this season. Okay. I couldn't get past the ghost. The ghost annoyed uh, yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, they're past that now. Yeah. Well, I know. I'm, I'm about six episodes behind, so I'll start. Okay. Mm. Six? Mm. <laughs> I just hated the ghost. Why do you like it? I, it's just a much better season than... I mean, yeah, the ghosts were kind of lame, mm. but it's just a better story, I think. And, but the uh, LMD storyline. It's yes. on the bubble. Yes. To be renewed. Yes. But they think it's probably going to be because it's it can spin off in humans, uh, which they were filming, and that's already one to series. So they said there's a lot of different op- options they can go with. You know, what would have worked is if they just did a spin off of Most Wanted. Yes. If they would have kept that spin off. Did they ever come back? Nope. No. <sighs> they referred to them in one episode. <sighs> so, Doug, what are you down on? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay, why are you down on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because it's now the life model decoy part of it which is fine yeah but now everybody just they just throw in you know it, it was one person was a, a, re, an LMD. replaced with an lmd yeah. so they're doing the secret invasion storyline but with and now, life model decoys yeah yeah you know last episode several of them mm. just so happened to be switched and it's like okay, okay that's so they're going to do a lot of cheap deaths this way no, they're not no, going to kill anybody off. No, fake deaths. No, because oh. everybody knows who the oh. Oh, okay. they are. Okay. Blake, what are you down on? Uh, you know, you know, life's been pretty good in the past week. I'm not really down on anything, to tell you the truth. Okay. Look at you go. I'm trying. I'm Scab Jeff? Ball of positivity. I don't know who you are, but good job. Yeah. Skip Jeff's down on people dissing La La Land. Uh, <laughs> I, I am now. I was, I was going to say Angie tried that guy. I just started watching that and... Not it's, good. it's like a inferior version of airplane. It, it's trying too hard. It feels like it, it feel it, it feels like airplane, but it's not as good, and it's too. I, I don't. I'm so it's more like airplane thing. two. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is an inferior version. You're yeah, right. See? I'm down on La La Land. I'm not kidding. I saw it is awful. I hated it. I'm serious. I really did hate it. I can't. I can't. Well, now I want to. Really now I want to see times. it just to see J- Jason be wrong. Uh, Jeff, what, what, what did you think of the singing by Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling? Well, it's Emma Stone, so I don't mind. I, I'm just curious. I mean, <laughs> it was okay. It was well. It was supposed to be okay because right, they're right. Yeah. singers. And... You know, I'd rather have them do it than have a fucking lip sync. Them lip sync it with somebody else. Um, you know, I'd rather see that than you know, who's a Janet Jackson but, or somebody else sing Emma Stone. Uh, Probably wouldn't work as well. So Probably. you're allowed to talk about it, but I'm not allowed to talk about. Yeah, it's our show. It's our show. I understand what they're saying about the media. Yeah, <laughs> we are the enemy. <laughs> oh my God, he's taking Trump's side because of us. <laughs> Are you the reason Beyonce didn't get Best Album at the Grammys? Or was it the fact that she had 72 writers on that album? Well, you know... And And about 100 producers. Or the fact that somebody else put out a better album? Uh, could be. (laughs) That's not allowed. Oh. What are you down on, Jeff? 
I'm down on this cold that I got this weekend at Beer Fest. Well, maybe you want to be swapping beer bottles with everybody. That could be the reason. They weren't bottles. They were taster cups. That's right. Uh, could somebody tell me why I don't get Beyonce? Like, I just don't get her. She's I'm, a I'm great not kidding singer. about the 72 writers on that album, No, I'm not. I, I don't disagree I am dead with. serious. 72 writers. My thing is that she's talented, but at the same time, I don't get why everyone loves her in this world. I don't get it. Does I, well, I, I, and obviously I don't she, love her. She's so. not speaking to my my <laughs> age group, I guess, and that. But I mean, I just don't get it. I so, guess. I guess it's just. I, I mean, she's better fact, than <laughs> she's better than Freddie Mercury. I'll give you that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh wait, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. As a matter of fact, she annoyed me all way back in Destiny's Child. So who is your favorite Destiny's Child? None of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> because their songs blew chunks. So you were more Fuji's. Yes. Okay. I would listen to the Don't Fugees. go making waterfall. Oh no, that's, that's TLC. TLC. What's a TLC? That's Lazy Eye. Whatever her name was. <laughs> Left Eye. Whatever. I honestly thought that was Destiny's Child. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not completely wrong. Okay. TLC better than Destiny's Child. Yes. Okay. Uh, one quick thing. T-shirt update. We got more tic- uh, shirts that sold this week. We appreciate everybody that did it. Uh, the next shipment's going out this weekend. Uh, they will be going out Friday or Saturday. I forget which one. And you'll get them on Monday. So we appreciate it. Except for the Canadian listeners, you'll get it probably uh, September. Um, Whatever the Canadian Post yes. decides to drop it off. Apparently, I heard people complaining about the Canadian Post on the Twitters. Really? And how they suck. Well. <clears throat> and charge way too much money. Well, it's very close to the U.S. Postal Service. So what do you expect? Of course. According to uh, U.S. Postal Service, is a lot cheaper. You'll never get that beer. No, 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 no. Uh, Can you bring my... Or my Oh, it was no, it wasn't, but oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to get one of them. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can uh, go to Facebook at uh, History of Bad Ideas. Let us know if you want a shirt. Uh, they're $12. All proceeds go to the DAV, which is the Disabled American Veterans Charity. And um, also, you can also tweet us at Bad Ideas Podcast. Direct message us. Let us know what shirts you want. And uh, like I said, we got some left. Uh, we're about halfway sold, I think. So that's pretty good. All right. Uh, and, uh, ranging in sizes, did we still have all sizes? Two uh, X. We might have a couple two X lefts. Uh, let tweet me if you really need a two XL. I can double check for you. Uh, but we have them small to extra large. I know that. So for the small child out there, who wouldn't want a history of bad idea shirt? Or get one for your lover. Make it a gown for sleeping in. <laughs> Ooh, you're really hung up on this shirt because there's no pants. No, we don't sell pants. We don't sell the pants. <laughs> You have to supply your own pants. Okay, here's the here it is. You ready, Scab Jeff? I'm ready. Oscar picks. We're going to start with something different this year. Academy Award for Best Visual Effects. I'm gonna go with Star Wars. Rogue One, Star Wars Story. I I think that the Academy likes Disney. Okay, the other options were Deepwater Horizon, Doctor Strange, Jungle Book, and Kubo and the Two Strings. Have you seen Kubo and the Two Strings? I have not. Okay, I'm just wondering, Steve. How you liked it? I heard the, they were they did uh, a different way of doing their uh, <laughs> art. Their art. Well, it was kind of a, a model, three uh, D printing their models or okay. something, and they were able to enter. Uh, it was a little different. I saw a documentary or something on it how they did it. Still shouldn't count as visual effects, though. It's animated. <laughs> well, okay, but it's visual and their effects. What well, do you think? Wouldn't wouldn't like computer yes. animation? It, they be would visual effects. It would. So so like, wait a minute. Any Pixar movie should be up for best visual effects. If, that's more impressive than Star Wars. Not if only people if it's near think the best. So. My question is: did, 
Did I not say the Jungle Book? Jungle Book is in there. I said that. Oh, I must have not yeah. heard you. I'm sorry. You, That's no, going to win. I think Doctor Strange could. Jungle Book. Really? Yeah. I'm thinking Jungle Book has a chance. Have you watched Jungle Book, Jeff? Yes. Did I, you like it? It's on Netflix right now. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, that, that's where I saw it. Uh, I enjoyed it. It's. Do you think it's intense for a six-year-old? I don't, but I do, can't judge six-year-olds. See, so. I have no, I have no filter either because I grew up on R-rated films when I was yeah. a kid. So my wife is the very <laughs> other end of the spectrum. Like, oh, I don't know about that, yeah. and I'm the very liberal. Yeah, like, ah, forget everything about Jason. Well, one, I, Thank you. I think you let the kids see it until they let you know. I mean, my son has no issue with Han Solo dying. So, so or until he starts singing the Bare Necessities. It's true. Make it stop, the bear. <laughs> uh, let's see here. We got best cinematography. Uh, uh, for sure, La La Land. Best cinematography that has ever, ever been. And it's mm-hmm. very reminiscent of French mm-hmm. New Wave from the 60s. Very... Oh, I love the French New Wave. <laughs> it's not as good as the French Old Wave. But the, you know, the, hello, I'm the French Old Wave. Very purposeful, like, Swedish, like, Ingmar Bergman. It's, it's perfect. It's. It's perfect. I think I know what your best picture is going to be. Oh, what is this level of culture you are speaking about? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, best uh, uh, writing adapted screenplay. Okay. You got Lion, Hidden Figures, Moonlight, and Fences. This one pisses me Oh, off. I'm sorry. And Arrival. The Arrival is on there, too. <laughs> it's bullshit. Uh, this one completely pisses me off. I, do, I, I agree, too. The Arrival's bullshit, man. I know Fences is going to win. And... What Fences is, it is based on a play. So mm-hmm. all of the script is it's just the, play. the exact same words as in the play. And it's, it's going not to win. adapted. If it were... It's verbatim. If it were on its own, then sure. Yes, it deserves to win. Was Manchester by the Sea up against it? No, uh, that was no. original. No. Yeah, it definitely would deserve to win if it weren't word for word uh, written like the thing that it was based on. So who wins? Fences. Fences. Okay. Did the person who write Fences, the play, also write the adaptation to the movie? Yes. So at least there's that. There's it's connection. not like if it wins, it's not going to go to, you know, somebody else who just copied those words. But I feel bad for the writer of Arrival. They had a decent first half of a script, and then they're Bullshit. gonna first half of the script was decent. <laughs> Like, what do you think about the first half? You mean when they brought in the aliens, you're trying to figure out about the aliens until you realize it's just a story, a love story about her? And then then, until you realize that, oh, wait a second, we didn't figure out how to end this. That's time travel or something. Yeah, let's time travel. Think in circles. (laughs) But there's a problem there. Uh, You cannot win for adapting a good script if you don't have an end. Because what you're adapting it from should already have an end. And if you can't figure out how to end it, that's one of the worst adaptations ever. I, I didn't read the book. I didn't read the the book, but I. Blake did. He liked the book of their arrival a lot. But better. I would assume that it would still be better than something written word. I could write something word for word and call it a script instead of a play. Uh, let's see. We got 20th Century. Uh, this is an original screenplay. 20th Century Women. Oh, man wins. Manchester by the <laughs> Sea. Lobster. The Lobster. Hell or High Water, which would win. La La Land. He said La La Land. Huh? La La Land will. Probably win, although this one is the one that it might not deserve it for, because I'm not sure it actually had a script. What the hell's the lobster about? Oh, the lobster was fantastic. <laughs> it's where it's got uh, Colin Farrell. It's about a guy, and it's about like a, a future world where um, if you don't fall in love by a certain 
Eight. point in your life, then you get turned into an animal of your choosing, or something like that. And he it's, chose a lobster. <laughs> I, I, it was, he doesn't it want to spoil out, it. <laughs> it came out in like the beginning of the year. It's been so long since I've seen it. I don't remember exactly what happened, but it was very strange. And so very he picks lobster, and the woman that rejected him actually ends up eating him, eating him, boiling him alive, and having his tail. Kind of tells tale of a, a marriage, huh? Pretty much. Boiling our life. Uh, Manchester by the Sea was good. I, I would not be upset if that one, but it's going to be between La La Land and Manchester by the Sea. Well, here's the big one. <laughs> Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film. Kubo and the Two Strings. The Red Turtle. My Life as a Cougar. Oh, a corget. Uh Zootopia. Meow. And Doug, what was this? Moana? Moana, yes. Oh, okay. Very good. Moana? Moana? Moana. Okay, okay. <laughs> Who should win? Because it should be Moana. Oh, uh, should or will? I'm going with yeah, Zootopia. I'm guessing Zootopia will Zoop- win. <coughs> Although it should be the Red Turtle. Have you seen the Red Turtle? Nope. Okay. I'm going with uh, My Life as a Cougar. I'm not. Cougar at. Be, 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 because every time I see it, they give a different translation of the title because it's, yeah. it's a foreign language film. Yeah. And this is about a... Uh, French, Mine says French My Life as a Zucchini. French yeah, lady. that's what they called it uh, at the... Uh, so it is a French it film. <laughs> yeah. uh, I think Moana should win, but I think it is going to be Zootopia that will. Uh, let's see. We got Best Actor in a Supporting Role. Lucas Hedges, Dev Patel, Jeff Bridges, uh, Mahashaw Ali, and Michael Shannon for Batman v Superman. No, Michael Shannon's for something else. Oh, I thought it was Batman v Superman. No. Okay. What are you going with here? I'm going with Dev Patel, Mm -hmm. and I'm only doing that because I don't understand why he's Best Supporting Actor, and the only thing that I can figure out is they want him to win an award for acting, and they know that Ryan Gosling's already got it wrapped up for Best Actor. Even though everyone's saying it's Casey Affleck that I hear. I... I'm hearing that. Well, we'll get to the category in a second. You can can put that on... on, Oh, no, I'm writing down whatever you put down. (laughs) Uh, But Dev Patel, he was... The main guy throughout the entire thing. It was a movie about a guy going back to India to find his family. And he was the guy going back to India to find his family. I don't understand how this supporting actor. Maybe they got confused because there's a billion people in India. so they There was know. no lead actor. There's a lead character, but two different people played the character. But so the they're supporting. for the first, like, ten minutes. That ten minutes did it. <laughs> I, think it I think it's called... Uh, uh, Prejudice. That's what I also is. heard. Uh, what's his name? Maharishi Ali uh, was they didn't the put him lead in the main of that movie too, because it's discriminatory. <laughs> I don't like it. Pronounce his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Should be Jeff. But Bridges. he was played by three different people in uh-huh. three equal equal sections. Of oh, okay. Forty five <laughs> minutes. Okay, this is going to be a tough one for best actress in a supporting role. Uh, the four four of the five are members of the Ghostbusters movie, right? Is that uh, it? Kate McKinnon? It should be. Should be. Should be. Should be. Uh, it's Nicole Kidman, Octavia uh, Spencer, Viola Davis, Michelle Williams, and Naomi Harris. This is another one. Viola Davis, I think, is going to win. I would be very surprised if she didn't. I would be, but too. she was yeah. the main female character in that movie. With the the main female the character. No, no, no. She's in uh, Hidden But Vegas. it was a supporting oh. character of the man because women can only support, apparently. <laughs> Please send your complaints down to <laughs> Jeff at Graphic Novice. <laughs> That's the only thing I can figure because she was in it almost as much as Denzel Washington sh- and more than anybody else in the movie. Oh, no, Viola Davis is in Fences. That's right. Yeah. Octavia Spencer is... Uh, I got them mixed up. I thought Octavia Spencer mm. was in Fences. That's right. 
Do you think if she Viola Davis loses, it's going to be Octavia Spencer? Uh, no, it'll be Nicole Kidman. Okay. Because those are the two that cried. Best director. <laughs> best director. What do we got for best director? Uh, La La Land, no, no doubt. Not even going to ask you. Okay, uh, best actress. We got Natalie Portman. Mm. Uh, La La Land, no, Emma Stone, no doubt. Meryl Streep. Okay. Well, that was easy. Meryl Streep's going to get it because of her uh, famous anti-Trump speech. <sighs> there would have been a huge doubt Down had Viola Davis <laughs> actually been in the category she should have been in. It would have been a dogfight to the end. But So they since... kind of pulled a Martian with the Golden Globes. Comedy! <laughs> well, it really wasn't a drama. <sighs> uh, let's see. Best yeah, actor? Supporting versus... Regular actors, not comedy versus drama. You know what the difference between what comedy and drama is? Comedy is when it's not a drama. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much anything that doesn't fit into drama goes into comedy. Uh, Let's see. Happy endings. uh, Well, what what about uh, Kevin Can Wait? That's not comedy. No. Well, that's tragedy. Tragedy. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. We got uh, Best Actor, Viggo Mortensen, Casey Affleck. Moving on. Casey Affleck. Viggo Mortensen, Casey Affleck. Denzel Washington, Ryan Gosling, and Andrew Garfield for uh, Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. Are you serious? No, no, I'm just kidding. He's not for Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm personally voting for Denzel Washington to win. Washington. He might. <laughs> Denzel Washington. Uh, best picture. Let me get through these. Fences, Manchester by the Sea, Hexall Ridge, Moonlight, Hidden Figures, Hell or High Water, which is my pick, Lion, Arrival, Blake's pick. Go. And La La Land. I'm going La La Land. I'm going Hell or High Water. La La Land, although any other year, I think that Manchester by the Sea or Lion could have deserved to win. Are you you picking that's who you want to win or you think will win? Those are the only two movies I saw. So that's what I'm going with. Oh, because... I do want to see Hell or High Water win. I thought it was a fabulous film. Scab Jeff and I have disagreed on this. But... Do you think La La Land, the uh, publicity of it this year, could backfire and be like a Shakespeare in Love upset somebody? Something else comes in. I I don't think I think I really do think it's that good. I think that okay. anybody in any of these categories will realize like the cinematography, it's that good. The costume design, just the the way that they put colors to match moods, and they I thought that was cheap. And they they just kind of really flow with it. Throughout the throughout the scenes, like uh, like the blue, they're sad when there's blue in the screen. They're in love when there's red on the screen, and then when they're reminiscing, those are emotional cues. A, in case you didn't get it, or if you're a guy a on a date and you're dying a, and thinking of the new Han Solo movie, or you know how to react properly when your wife or your girlfriend starts elbowing you. Like yeah. Arrival did that well, but not nearly as well as <laughs> La La Land. That's right. If How you, many movies has floating calamari in it? <laughs> Monsters. Yeah. Uh, that one. The movie Monsters. Okay, yeah. so let me ask you this. In, in La La Land, it's nothing but an orgasmic Hollywood movie about itself. So you now they're all going to masturbate and give it a score. It's not. It's not that at all. In have black and white. Yeah. Have you seen it? Why do I need to see it? Have an opinion. <laughs> but it's. <laughs> you met our supreme overlord. about. I have taken my cues from Neil. <laughs> Uh, okay, so if La La Land does not win, it. if there's one movie, movie that will upset it, what do you think it's going to be? Manchester by the Sea. Okay. I'm going with Hidden Figures as the upset. Oh, no. That's but, uh, that's got to be like 100 to 1 Vegas odds. Well, I'll be honest. If, I, if they do the Oscars so white and they go with something like that, it would be Lion Fences. or Fences. Okay. Okay. So there's your picks. 
Well done, Jeff. Scab Jeff, thank well, you. Uh, there's tons more. Which other ones you want here? What? Hold on, here we go. Well, I can run through them real quick. Okay, go ahead. Best um, makeup. Uh, costume design, La La Land. Makeup, I put Suicide Squad. Ooh. 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 La La Land was not nominated? Star Trek Beyond, Suicide Squad, and Man Called Ove. Oh. Which I've never heard of. Go Suicide Squad. <laughs> uh, foreign language film. I have The Salesman. Documentary feature. OJ Made in America. It's on Yeah, Hulu. that's going to be made. It's, it's good. It's on Netflix now, too. Oh, is it? Yep. It's good. It's did long. You, did you ever hear Stu Gatz's uh, 30 for 30 take on uh, the OJ? No. He's like, what if I told you? <laughs> Basically, he sums it all up in 30 seconds for you. He <laughs> saved you seven hours. <laughs> but David Schwimmer's in it. Uh <laughs> so I saw all the live action shorts. There's one called Time Code, which was fantastic and a great movie, but it's not going to win because there were two about refugees and one about bullying. <laughs> uh, the one about refugees that's going to win is the French one, uh, Interior Enemies. Damn French. Interior Terrorism. Uh, animated short was the Pixar film. Did you see the Finding Dory? The, the mm-hmm. Piper? Yes. The Piper? Oh, yes. that's definitely going to win. I'll give you that. It's... It's too... Why wasn't Finding Dory on this list? It wasn't that good. (laughs) (coughs) Uh, Original score, La La Land. Song, La La Land. City of Stars. Uh, Sound editing, La La Land. You really doing sound mixing? What the hell is this? We're never going this deep. (laughs) We always go this deep. Uh, And then film editing, La La Land. And production design, La La Land. I I have a question. Every time somebody gives an anti-Trump speech, is everybody going to have to drink? Did I give an anti-Trump speech? No. I'm no, talking but, uh, about the Oscars. Uh, the Oscars. Awards. Sometimes I do it unconsciously. <laughs> <laughs> Down the hall. Soapbox. So there's your picks. We appreciate it, Scab Jeff. So so before we... I got to ask Jeff. How political is the talk going to get at your Oscar party? Because I know some of the people who are going to be there. And I know how it went last year. Can you have a Matt safe room? Hoskins isn't going to come because of how it went last year. <laughs> Can we have a safe room? <laughs> and he was the sane one that was there. <laughs> he was the sane one that was there. But uh, uh, Mike. Don't uh, name names. <laughs> my, uh, I'm sure he doesn't yeah. listen anymore than I do. <laughs> <laughs> So he, it's, it's, he's he's coming over to the the good side after uh, the, the the current debacle and uh, okay. So all we have to deal with was carrot. <laughs> Would you like to hand out history of bad ideas cards? You know, podcast calling cards. Yeah, throw those out there at the Oscar party. Well, I'm not there. Yeah. Are you coming to the Oscar party? No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching The Walking Dead. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's get to. The Twitter poll of the week. Yay. Uh, let's see here. What bubble TV shows should be renewed? We have Gotham, uh, APB, Powerless, and Pitch are your options. What did you mean by bubble TV show? It means that <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance of them being canceled. It's on the bubble if they're going to renew it or not. Yes. Really? Yes. I Gotham's on the bubble? Gotham's on Fox? the bubble. Gotham's on the bubble, and the reason is they said it will probably be renewed is because it's in season three. Season four is when they can get to syndication numbers. So they said, with that being said, they can at least they'll probably it'll probably be renewed. Here's the issue. Right, I was gonna say, they, they, don't they know how many floppies Gotham has won? Three, four, exactly. four, yeah, four floppies. That's right. Three for best show. Yes. Okay. 
is, is syndication a big deal anymore, though? I don't with know. With everything with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon, I mean, there's so much new stuff coming out. Uh, uh, those channels that don't produce any good yeah. quality stuff. Uh, I don't know. I TV mean, Land needs to show something at yeah. some point in time. Seinfeld was $500 million from Hulu. I mean... Yeah, it was ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so here we go. You can vote at Bad Ideas on Twitter. I wonder how many people go to Hulu to watch Bad Seinfeld. Because it's still on everywhere else, and mm. you've seen every episode in syndication for the last 15 I hope years. I watch on my TBS, on TBS Yeah, app. on TBS. You yeah. don't go to Hulu. Hulu to do. I, was like, I think Hulu was a little overpaid for that. I did uh, start watching The Office a little bit at night before I fall asleep on Netflix. That's always good. So Could not on Hulu. Cage, but, you know. Yeah, why do that? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So, here we go. You can go to Bad Ideas Podcast and vote for our Twitter poll each week. Uh, last place with 12%. Uh, sorry, Ernie. APB. APB. Well, he was in the new Ghostbusters, so he doesn't deserve it. That's true. That's he doesn't true. deserve success. Poor Ernie Hudson. He might have been the best part of the new Ghostbusters. Well, been, yeah. Uh, 14% was Powerless. What is Powerless? Uh, it's about the guy. They all work for Bruce Wayne's uh, research f- uh, facility. It's on NBC. It's a comedy because nobody told them it was a comedy. So it's not good. Ha! It is not good. It, it's regular people who are building stuff to. You know, Protect. save the common person in a world full of superheroes. Takes place in the DC universe. It's not good. It's uh, not. They said the ratings good. are abysmal. I uh, saw the first two episodes, and it's not good. I was on the same way. So, like, better off Ted, except mm. for superheroes. And oh God, fun. nowhere near as good as better off Ted. Uh, let's see. So, in second, uh, beating, uh, taking first place with fifty-four percent of the vote to twenty percent. And this was kind of fixed. Gotham beat Pitch. How was that kind of fixed? Well, it, it was kind it of got more than fifty percent of the vote. The best part is it wasn't fixed. It was Heno from Gotham Lights Pod found out about this, and then he tweeted all his Gotham friends, and they tweeted their Gotham friends, <laughs> and it went from four, like five percent of the vote to fifty-four percent of the vote within like twenty minutes. <laughs> That's awesome. And it just kept going and going and going. Don't you want more people voting? A better, I do. A better cross-section of America. That's right. There you go. Everybody wants Gotham. Let's pitch. Uh, the female first female baseball player. Really good show. It's in conjunction with MLB and Fox. What stations it on? Fox. Uh, I guess I Mark Paul Gossler is in it. It's a really good show. The first, Why have I not heard of this? It was only because you don't listen to our show. <laughs> don't listen. Uh, it was only on in the fall. Uh, it's like ten episodes. But I would the first couple episodes, you're like, oh god, is this just going to be about a uh, first female baseball player? And then it got really good. Uh, the last couple episodes were fantastic. They said if Fox doesn't pick it up, uh, MLB Network might. <laughs> Because MLB Network wants to do original programming. Well, they kind of are tough to watch during the winter months. Yeah. When they've got nothing to talk about but the latest rumors. Hot Stove League! For 24-7 yeah. is pretty difficult. Um, they should have Trump as their commissioner. They could always talk about something. <laughs> uh, I, I would be up for that if it got him out of the presidency. <laughs> Down the hall. Oh, I mean, sorry, hall. Supreme Overlord. Down the hall. <laughs> Let's do some listener feedback. Blake, take your mask off because Doug, number one fan, me, and Jeff, uh, Jeff, the original Jeff, are all kind of dying here with coughing, so we apologize. Yeah, I'm trying to mask myself because you guys are coughing and hacking the entire time. We're good now. The audience doesn't know how many times we've had to stop because you guys were hacking so much. Twice. We're good now. Twice. I just told them. Now they know. 
<laughs> That's some inside baseball knowledge. Okay, go ahead. All right, we're going to start off with a listener feedback from uh, this guy named Doug. No. Number one fan, Doug? Can't give yourself a nickname. All right, Doug, read your own shit. How many episodes of Iron Fist will you watch before you stop watching, Jason? I'm hoping to get through five. I'm for, up to episode seven of Luke Cage. For for me, it'll be thirteen. Okay. I'm I, I'm I'm excited. I want to see it. Well, I think it'll be better than Jessica Jet. Oh, never mind. I saw five episodes. Of that really good show. I love it. You've only seen five. Yeah. It hasn't even gotten great that good yet. I know, but I really love it. I just haven't. Had <laughs> well, that's watched what I'm it. saying. If you really love it, it gets much better. Daredevil. Have you at least? Oh yeah, I watched that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shut it, all of you. <laughs> I'm going seven. Seven episodes. I'm caught up on all of the Netflix. Uh, Screw you! <laughs> I get caught up in like two days on those. <laughs> well, I, I I don't like. I like to take my time with those. Binging is uh, too much at once. Uh, I, I like to enjoy a couple episodes I, I do, before I, I, I force them all in. I was trying to do that with Black Mirror, the new season, <laughs> but after I watched the first two, I I got to watch the rest of them. So. <laughs> <laughs> it took me one um, day to get through that one. Just so you can have me watch the. British premiere have sex with porcine. Did you stop after that one? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, oh. It's completely different after that one. Sure it is. <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> what do you got next, to Blake? Uh, graphic novice is. Uh, oh yeah, for me, Iron Fist zero. Uh, graphic <laughs> novice. I know I haven't been around a lot lately, but I hope you cover this. And he's talking about the uh, CTV news story in regards to Eugenie Bouchard. Promises a date to Twitter fan after losing the Super Bowl bet. Yes, uh, that is uh, Doug's. Doug is her number one fan. Uh, you, who is it? Eugene. Or stalker. Yes. Eugene Bouchard. Yes. What is she? I like? love women's tennis. There you go. Uh, she made a deal that if Falcons lost, I think. No, the, the when the Falcons were up. Oh, that's right. Twenty-eight that's points. Right. She said something about, "Oh, they got this in the bag. It's done." <laughs> then someone tweeted her saying. If the uh, Patriots come back and win, will you go on a date with me? And she's like, sure. And they did. <laughs> and Doug, I like your, well, I don't like it, but yes, I yes. appreciate you having the Patriots hat in here. That's wonderful. Yeah, I wore it just for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Love it. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. Uh, I just heard today that there there will be a second date, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Who's the second date with? The same guy. Really? Yeah. I think you're full of shit, right? No. I'm did serious. They, was, did, was... they did the first date already? Yeah. Oh, I yeah. missed that. Yeah, they've done the first date she already. And she's all right. <laughs> did you ask if she's got... pregnant? Yes. Yeah. That's what he asked. <laughs> I don't know what just went on there. <laughs> he said, is she pretty? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. That's sexist. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, she grunts pretty well when she hits the ball. Who doesn't? Boris exactly. Becker did, too. <laughs> he was dreamy. So they go. Nickel. But you know, now, now how many copycat? You know how many? Yeah. You know, for unfortunately, all the sports <laughs> athletes and celebrities. Now, how many copycats are going to be out there? I mean, they probably get solicited for goofy stuff all the time. Now that this actually happens, she probably just pissed off about a thousand people that are getting, uh, you know. Oh hey, if uh, East wins the All Star game, will you go out on a date with me? <laughs> hey, if Beyonce wins Best Album, will you go out on a date with me? Did you see the NBA All Star game? That was a close game, one ninety two to one eighty something. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad. I heard, so I heard glad. the best description of it. It's the only game where uh, Harden's defense doesn't look that awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Pardon? You should write Remy LaCroix. Remy LaCroix. Remy LaCroix, would you go out on a date with me? Would your wife allow that? No. Would she be soon be your ex-wife then? Yeah, exactly. If I lived that long. Does she listen to the show? Remy no. LaCroix does. <laughs> Remy <laughs> LaCroix does. Uh, I do. Tara Reed's going to be at the Oscar party. Oh, is she? It's wonderful. Uh, which boob is going to follow her there? The right or the left? Because one's got to stand outside because the if angle. If she doesn't come now, I'm blaming you. That's your own fault. <laughs> then you need to work on your technique. Yeah. She doesn't cut. Never mind. Anyways, uh, let's see. Thank you, Blake. I'm glad you're on my page. You're welcome. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. Uh, next one. Pam Morris said, regarding last week's The Walking Dead... I just watched TWD, slightly sober episode, but I love that grin of Rick's at the very end. Kick-ass Rick is returning. This new week, the week's episode was awesome. I didn't I didn't catch the uh, ode to uh, the Smokey and the Bandit. Did you know yes, that? Yes, the truck that? in the background. <laughs> yeah, the truck. I couldn't place where it was from. <laughs> Snowman's truck? It was the yeah. guy with the cowboy pointing the gun at the, uh, the um, what do you call it? Oh, so it wasn't Cowboys. No. Was it Snowman's truck? Semi. Yeah. No. But I noticed it, and I was like, what is that, you know? And then yeah. I, I saw online afterwards. I was like, oh, that's kind of clever. Yeah, uh, I thought that was pretty neat. The trash people kind of scare me. They kind of all look like mutants. They all look pretty culty. Are, yeah. we, are we taking 10 here to talk about this so I can pay attention to something else? Or? If you want to. Well, well, I'm not really going to talk much about it because nothing really has happened. Yeah. Preacher is the preacher guy is impressive now. I still don't like him. Slowly move the plot forward. Yeah, the trash people scare basically. Me, they're they're kind of mutant. Yeah, I like, I like Carl. What's your name? What's your name? Carl. Carol. You leave her alone. Carl. I'm starting to get real worried about Glenn. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> what season are you in, Jeff? <laughs> I'm caught up. I'm caught uh-huh. up. <laughs> More worried about his eyeball. <laughs> yeah, I, I I liked it. It was, it good. was a good episode. It was a little good. Winslow was a good zombie. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah, it was, but Winslow. it was like the Rancor monster. Yeah. Oh, and thanks, Rick. I'm glad that you pushed Rick into a, a field of pillows, a pit of pillows, yeah. so he landed okay. Garbage can. Yeah. yeah. Garbage. Thanks a lot for that. Yeah, they're a bunch of weird people. I don't yeah. know. This kind of just goofy. She was on the Talking Dead afterwards, the main leader of it. Yeah. She was kind of a little <laughs> odd on that, too. She was odd to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. All that right. freaked me out. Okay, keep going. All right, now that we got uh, corrections. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Big Dev the Psy Guy. Dev, 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 Dev. Yeah, so that is Big Dev. Which you know, by the way, he's got a. He also does a shot of history. Yes, he does. And they're having an actual uh, city of Detroit historian on for the next episode. Really? Yeah. So if you'd like to know how fifty years of Democratic Party uh, policy down can the ruin hall. a city, down. can ruin and bankrupt a city and give it the worst water ever. Oh, that's Flint, I you not go Detroit. Ahead. It's close enough. I suggest you go ahead and. Uh, hey, I took a wrong turn off of 94 one day. And the worst water Trust came. Me. The, the worst water is coming from a, the Republican governor and his cronies. Almost got lost in a pothole. Jeff and I saw Eight Mile. In mud. Literally saw Eight Mile, the road, and that. In well, there. yeah, was it the Booby Trap? Was that the what The Booby Trap <laughs> uh, uh, strip club is in that area. Yeah, we, we got off the expressway <laughs> and, and said, let's get back yeah. on the expressway. Yes. That's right. <laughs> you know, the only good thing out there is Dragon Mead Brewery and uh, Feather Bowling. There you go. I saw a Kid Rock in concert once. Does that I would probably not, in Michigan. No. I would oh. probably not mention that you saw Kid Rock ever. 
Not even long, passing was, in cars, I wouldn't say that. The Republicans may tap him to run yes. up there. Yeah, did anyone hear they're talking Kid Rock? That's what he just said. Or yes. maybe running yeah. against uh, Ted Nugent. Or whoever. Yeah. <laughs> whoever. So is it just going to be like a, a Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome? <laughs> <laughs> Only if Tina Turner sings. <laughs> You know, pair. you know, we did drop atomic bombs in Nagasaki and Hiroshima, <laughs> and they both turned out better than Detroit. Maybe it's time we start up there. We apologize for everybody that like that listens from Detroit. <laughs> Sorry, Justin Wood. Anyways, moving on. Alright, but seriously though, this is from Dev, and it sounds like he was really upset on this. I don't <laughs> he know always why. does. He says, uh, regarding Legion, his name is David Haller, not Haler. Hall, not Hale. H A L L. That's him, by the way. It's not me extrapolating. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he said, uh, also, they are saying that Legion is in a parallel universe to the current X Men movies, so no James or Stuart Professor X. That's stupid. <laughs> and then he goes on to say, the periwinkle debate rages on. An official description is lavender blue. That means it's blue and purple. That's uh, from last week, RJ. Hold asked, what color is. Periwinkle. What do you think? Blue or purple? I would say it would be lavender blue. Okay. So part lavender and part blue. No purple. <laughs> I say blue lavender. lavender and part blue. Like every time you move your sh- your shirt up to cover your face so you don't get sick here, mm-hmm. you kind of look like Mushmouth. Yeah, thank you. There you go. I was thinking that one kid, Bazooka Joe, has got that. Oh, I like that Bazooka Joe. You got the hair for it. Got the big turtleneck. Yeah. yeah. Good news is, you know, we're you'll be fine. You're not going to get sick. If I get okay. sick, I want to kick your asses. Why are you coming to me? Anyways. I don't think it was Mushmouth that had the collar. I think you just call everyone from the Cosby <laughs> Show Mushmouth. Yeah, I do. Okay. Or <laughs> from the Cosby Show. <laughs> from Fat Albert. <laughs> Rudy? Rudy Mushmouth? Uh, anyways, go ahead. Keep going. All right. This next one's from Bob. Just Bob? Just Bob. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm going to go ahead and guess the Great Wall will be one of the biggest flops of the year. Early contender for a floppy. I disagree. I think it's going to do really well in China. It's made $170 million in China. Really? I <laughs> research. It's made $247 million worldwide. Foreign Everywhere. Foreign market. Okay. And $6 in the U.S.? Yeah. So what you're We're saying is that. only 10% of the Chinese population went to go see it this weekend. <laughs> Just think when the... Oh, wait a minute. That's not even accounting for the one to dollar... You know, Just wait until half the population goes to see it. Yeah, I think. Oh, we- by the way, my uh, you know father-in-law for a period when he was recuperating from his broken leg mm-hmm. from his you know crazy mountain climbing accident, mm-hmm. he sat there. Well, he you know he sponges off my Netflix, mm-hmm. right? So I let him you know I let him do it. He's been been spending the past month and a half watching all the fantasy Chinese movies that are dubbed Chinese, you know, from Chinese, yeah. to, you know, English. He says those Chinese fantasy movies are the most screwy, weird, screwed up movies you'll ever see. That does not surprise They're me. They're completely weird and just off the wall. But still better than La La Land. So it's probably why the wall's going to do so great over there. You saw Old Boy, right? No. Well, that was Korean, but... That was <laughs> fucked up. But, but it's fucked up. <laughs> That's almost as bad as Serbian film. No. <laughs> you clearly have not seen it. <laughs> You have it. Watch it. <laughs> I have seen Old Boy a long time ago. You know what, though? I never saw La La Land. I never saw it. I just oh, like giving you shit. <laughs> oh, gee, that was a surprise. I really I know, thought you were... thought I did. I did. I really <laughs> thought I did. And I was perplexed as to how someone could possibly not think this was the best movie ever made. 
I guarantee you, I won't think it's the best movie ever made. I the artist. Very, very well enjoy it, I don't know. But best ever made, I, I, I can't see it happening. Well, watch for the blocking and watch, depending on the character's mood, whether the shot's through a mirror or if there's an out-of-focus person in front of them between the camera and just the little things like that all the way through. You'll appreciate it. You'll think it's the best movie ever made. Let's get to Legion. Yeah, let's talk about something I like. Uh, listener TV series review of Legion. This is from uh, Des Hassing. Hassing. Okay. Our number one indigenous listener. He says, uh, time for episode two of Legion. I believe the title is, What the Hell Was Episode 1 About? <laughs> Overall, solid second episode. Still really trippy, but the narrative was easier to follow. And I was kind of disappointed because they didn't have a lot of cool music in this one. Although they did do a cover of, uh, you know, the Talking Heads, Road to Nowhere. I'm not sure it takes place in the 1970s anymore. I oh, I don't know. You insisted to me that it did. Shut up. I think they kind of make it ambiguous as to what time period yeah. it could possibly be. Kind of like what they did to got them a little bit. <laughs> Kinda. Mm-hmm. Like how everyone has cell kind phones, but they never actually genres. use cell phones yeah. for what makes sense unless it helps the story. <laughs> well, normally they don't. It's like well, you just get on your cell phone and call somebody. And then we got uh, NV Studios. What is this? What's NV stand for? Nevada. New video. I'm going Nuvio. Nuvio. Envy. Envy. I'm going Envy. Envy Studio. There we go. I like it. All right. It says uh, Legion delivers the goods for its demographic. What's its demographic? Comic book fans. I've only seen the first episode. <laughs> yeah. People like fans. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. People who sit around in weird guy's basement talking about TV shows and comic books. (laughs) Okay. Next. Alright, we've got more Riverdale. Doug, are you still watching Riverdale? Yes. But it's tough. My wife loves it. It's a good show. Your wife loves it because it's it's built for women. Yes. I don't know how. It's it's not built for women. It's built for people with bad taste. Well, she doesn't really know who Archie is. (laughs) <laughs> so she's not offended. She she said, yeah, the only thing I remember about Archie is being on the little comics in the gum. I said, that was Bazooka Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so she had no clue. Didn't they have a friend named Jughead or something close to that? I don't know. Bazooka Joe. He had come a, on, find it. Yeah, I don't know if it was Jughead, but. Okay, sorry, keep going. So and, come uh, on, Randall, uh, help uh, me Randall out Randall Holt says, catching up on Riverdale, someone help me, I can't stop watching. I'm in the same boat. Terrible, terrible show, but I'm still watching. And I've got everybody hooked. Uh, oh. Not me. Not yet. To stay unhooked. It's not worth it. Uh, next, from Green Up. Enjoying Riverdale for what it is, a teen drama. Yeah, this isn't, no, it's, this is an insult to teens, whatever this is. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, yeah, insult teenagers that way by saying this is either for or about teenagers. This is about people with bad scripts and people 10 years out of high school acting like they're still in high school. So Jughead's not even in it? No, Jughead's in it. That's coming up. Next. Uh, NV Studios, again, Riverdale is weak writing. Lies. Incredibly weak. There you go. Although it's strong enough to keep me watching. Yeah. And And the ratings are good and it's getting renewed. Yeah. What does it take to get canceled from the CW? <laughs> that is true. 
My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is the lowest rated show on TV and is getting renewed. So that is true. Next, what do we got? All right, uh, Des Hassing also chimes in on this one too. He says, great, Jughead is homeless. Now I'm depressed. He says, Riverdale is just Dawson's Creek. And this is why your wife likes it. <laughs> Betty like is Dawson's Dawson, Creek. Veronica is Pacey. I'm starting to feel uh, like the parents are actually the real Archie characters grown up. It's not going to get better, Brigger. They even made Jughead homeless. He, he's just having a falling out with his dad, who's a criminal. He wasn't having a falling out with his dad. He got kicked out. He was living at the drive-in, and they're one tearing night. down the... Uh, what makes you think it was one night? My mind? Uh, no. That's why he was so against them tearing down the drive-in, is because that's where he was living. They showed right. his bed there. Yeah. Uh, hey. Bazooka Joe's buddy was uh, Mort, who had the thing up his uh, by his face. Mort. Just like <laughs> you know, uh, I spent a lot of time in Fallout 4 sleeping in drive-ins on mattresses. Fallout 4 might have better script. Right. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as long as you don't spend the whole time farming. <laughs> God. Fucking all this. I hated that part of the game. Okay. Mr. Brigger, are you ready? I am ready. You feeling good? Not really, but okay. <laughs> you going to get all your coughs out of the way? Yep. I'm good. Let's I go. need I need you for this next portion. Okay. Ready? Oh, yeah. Love it. You know what that means. It's naughty time. It's naughty time with naughty Nick. <laughs> All right. You ever like somebody coughing all over you? He says, What did Jeff get me? Other than a chest cold. (laughs) For Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. From Jeff's 2.54 fan. I love coughing all over you. What I did is I got sexy picture taken of me. Oh! Got it turned into a jigsaw puzzle. Oh! And no. every week I'm gonna send him a new piece. <laughs> so in one thousand weeks he'll have it complete. One thousand? Wow! Thousand piece puzzle? Of course. Jump just done like three. <laughs> three piece puzzle. <laughs> what part of your body will the final piece be? My nipple. Oh, left, or, left or right? I haven't decided that much Wait. yet. Oh, okay. What if you have an extra nipple? I don't. Hey, oh. hey <laughs> don't bring my my girlfriends into this. Ex-girlfriend. <laughs> is it inverted? It is not. Okay, just checking. Can it be? <laughs> I don't think it can be. <laughs> just asking. Okay. I mean, I suppose maybe if you punch it hard enough, it might. So, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Alright, from uh, Randall Holder, RJ Holt, 666. He's not evil. Uh, he's just handled that he's way. handled that way, exactly. <laughs> Any interest in seeing David Gordon Green and Danny McBride rebooting Halloween for October 2018? I am interested in this. I don't know who David Gordon Green is. Hey, Danny, Danny McBride. But I despise Danny McBride. I'm not a Danny McBride fan, but... He's up there with tomatoes and onions. Yes. John, uh, John Carpenter is involved, and I'm uh, intrigued by this. So, why not? Let's reboot it again. Why not? Well, they've been rebooting everything else in Hollywood because they can't do shit. So. It's going to be a crossover with Spider-Man. There you go. That'd be interesting. I would be. Spider-Man versus Michael Myers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of webbing. 
got uh, from uh, Professor Number One and Doctor Number One. It's outside our studios every week. Is, uh, once and for all, who shot who at the Copa Copa Cabana? <laughs> who did that, Jeff? At the um, Copa, <laughs> Rico shot Tony at oh. the Copa Cabana. Okay. What about Lola? Her name was Lola. She didn't get shot. She was, she was a, a showgirl. Uh, Her lover got shot. Right. I see. Yes. Because the other guy was a mobster dude, right? his name was Rico, and he wore a diamond. Uh-huh. And when he was escorted to his chair, he saw Lola dancing there. Uh-huh. And when she finished, he called her over. Ooh. But Rico went a bit too far. Then Tony sailed across the bar, and then the punches flew, and chairs were smashed in two. That's when there was blood on a single gunshot. So who's Tony? But who shot who? Rico shot Tony. Oh, because sure. as we find out in verse 3, Tony's dead. Who was Tony? Lola's lover. Oh, I thought... No, was... she said she lost him. Maybe he's in jail. No, nope, she lost him. Okay, okay. <laughs> he's I dead. See. Still say it's bullshit. <laughs> okay. Well, was it like a... Uh, Theme from Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> next, mo- uh, next Grand Theft is Copacabana. There see, see, Blake. When Lola tried to be a star, oh, yeah, I'm Tony was always tending bar. Oh, across okay. the crowded floor, they worked from eight till four. I see. They were young and they had each other. Oh, I mean, who could ask for more? Yeah, who could? <laughs> Me. Did they drink pina coladas there? No. If you like pina coladas. Are they doing any walks on the summer, you know, beach at the summer night? No. no. Did you just turn it into a Grease movie there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> summer days, summer days. Isn't that it? Nope. Not okay. even close. Good job. Anyways, <laughs> uh, let's do some news of the geek. It's time for another installment of the news of the geek. Hopefully you would get through this without sick, being sick. You won't. Nope. Uh, ben Affleck announced that he would not be directing the Batman movie. Studios scrambled to put out some good news. Warner Brothers quickly lined up a new director, Matt Reeves, from Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Longest title ever. No, it isn't. But whenever there's good DC news, somebody usually brings out bad. Condor Movie Talks. Uh, Collider. Host... Yep. Uh, host John Capia. Campia says three different sources have told him Ben Affleck doesn't want to be Batman anymore. He's sad, Batman. He is. He's angry and angsty. And what does no angsty like, sound like? I'm mad. I'm angry. Arr. Over the past four days, I've talked to three separate people who are now connected in some way to what is going on over at Warner Brothers. What all three have told me is that all, uh, that Ben Affleck making his mistake wants out. He doesn't want to be Batman anymore. I've been told that he is talking with Warner Brothers in an attempt to get out of it. They do not let him out of being Batman, then the standalone Batman film that ultimately happens, in theory, will be the last time we see Affleck as Batman, because he apparently wants out. I think he wants out. I think it sounds like he wants out. Now, he's already in Justice League? Yes. They, they've already yes. filmed her. Yeah, that's, uh, I think, just wrapped, actually. Okay. Does anyone care if he's not in Batman? I don't. No. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think other people can do just as well, if not better. I don't think he's bad, but he'll, he'll go down yeah. as the George Clooney of Batman. Oh, or Val Kilmer. Which mm-hmm. one's worse? Or Val. No, I didn't think George Clooney was bad, but the movie he was in was the worst Batman movie. George Clooney, best Bruce Wayne of those movies. Val Kilmer was the best Batman, I thought. It's just their character, like when they played yeah. the opposite, wasn't yeah. good. Yeah, I, 
He had a bat no. fucking credit card. Mr. Mom was the best Batman. Michael Keaton? Yeah. That says so in our theme song. Yeah, Michael that's true. Keaton was the best Batman. How about Christian, Christian Bale? Bale was just deadpan. Deadpan, yeah. Good call. I, Christian Bale's the best Batman in the newest Batman. What about Adam, Adam West? West? Yeah, thank you. He's the, he's the best 60s Batman. Oh, well, what, what about uh, Lego Batman? Yeah. Uh, you know, that's Job. Did Job you, from Arrested Development is the best Lego Batman. Yeah. You yes, saw I Lego know. Batman. I did. did you like Lego? It? I did. Okay. I enjoyed Lego Batman. I, I think you were a little harsh on it. I am a little harsh on it. I'm a little harsh. I did like Eraser Head, <laughs> and I like the, the little bad guys in the background. Doug, did you see it yet? No. Lego Batman. Oh, you disappointed me. Was there a crackle in this one? No, no, there was no, no crackle. crackle in this one. No, it was nowhere near as good as the Lego Movie. Oh, okay. Scab Jeff, have you seen this yet? I haven't. I oh. want to. You were watching La La Land for the fourth time. That's good money. Anyways. Right. I saw it at four different theaters, too. Yeah. <laughs> Thinking that maybe one, I'd see something that I didn't see at the other theaters. Like a good film. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't even seen it. I saw it in my head. That's enough. Uh, let's see. News of the weird. This is something that the evil men do. Steve Banyan. Banyan! Banyan. Banyan. <laughs> Uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, Trump administration. His past career continues, continues to be the gift that keeps on giving. Boing Boing, which has dug up a Wired article from last year revealing that one of uh, Banyan's Bannon. old jobs was the CEO of a gold farming company in World of Warcraft. <laughs> no, no, no. He had a job <laughs> to be a CEO yes. of gold farmers. Yes. In the this World of Warcraft. <laughs> It's stories like this that my wife would tell me, what are you doing in Fallout 4? You know, if you make money in that, you're going to get taxed. I said, honey, that's not what this comes from. <laughs> it comes from jackasses who do nothing but World of Warcraft except mine gold and then sell that imaginary gold to other players for, for real, money. real money. That's what they're talking about, taxation. She's like, well, I don't know if that's right. I'm like... Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what it's about. That's, that's what it's oh, she's worried that you're going to get taxed because get taxed you play your game. You know, I'm, I'm building communities in Fallout 4. <laughs> Blake's building some moisture farms. <laughs> <laughs> you now own a house um, in virtual realm. <laughs> in reality, i got to pay real estate taxes on it. Do you what sell, the fuck's up with this? Do you sell uh, sexual toys in the game? Oh, that's Second Life. I'm sorry. Uh, for those unfamiliar with gold farming... It's a practice of hiring low-wage, as in 50 cents per hour, employees... Chinese! ...to gather money in online games, then selling it to players for real-world cash. It's an industry that's publicly publicly frowned upon by most game developers and many players. (laughs) Most. Most. Probably everybody other than the people doing it. Yeah. Banyan... Bannon <laughs> became involved in the practice when he was recruited by IGE, one of the biggest names in the business, in order to hit his Goldman Sachs buddies up for investment money. Their series of lawsuits <laughs> and financial setbacks. investment money by funding gold mining in World of Warcraft, and now he's the chairman of the NSA. Or he's in the secret, secret of the secretest of Trump's Supreme Overlord secret, secret committee. He's the guy actually pulling Trump's strings. There's a reason he's doing this. It's so he can corner the market on them gold mines in the world of Warcraft. It gets weirder. He was installed as the company's CEO, replacing young executive Brock Pierce, who should just be punched for that name. <laughs> Who is the kid from the Sinbad movie, First Kid. Because, as they said in this article, this story gets weird. It's weird. 
Bannon served as the CEO of the newly rebranded Affinity, which has since moved out of the gold selling business and into managing the community site. The secrets of the United States of America! He's now on various <laughs> online games until 2011 when he moved on to work for his Breitbart. And rule the world. Oh my god, I read that article. Through his puppet Trump. When you said that, I don't even know what to say to that. It's the that. evil that men do. This is the guy running our country in the shadow government that's I don't know Trump's what's strings. Worse, that he did that or got to Goldman Sachs, his buddies, <laughs> or <laughs> he replaced the kid from the Sinbad Brock movie. Pierce. <laughs> Poor Brock, did he ever recover? Man, is that a trust fund kid's name or what? It is pretty close to it. Uh, some quickies by Adweek. This year, Burger King is doing something. What well, did something very special for couples on Valentine's Day? Uh, starting last yeah. Tuesday at 6 p.m., adults over the age of 18 could purchase a Valentine's adult meal that includes two Whoppers. Boy, did it! <laughs> two packs of French fries, two beers, and a romantic adult toy. Unfortunately, the promotion is only offered in Burger King locations in Israel, which is not the place I thought they would have allowed. <laughs> Toys to be. <laughs> of all the places, Israel? Well, why wouldn't they love adult toys in That's Israel? more conservative. Those are kosher whoppers. <laughs> uh, as far as what the adult toy is, the promotion displays a satin mask, a feather duster, and a scout massager. Massager? <laughs> Don't massage your scalp. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that just another name for a... Uh, never mind. That's right. uh, would you buy an adult Happy Meal? Or adult uh, Valentine's Day meal, if it was offered here. I would. Would you? I was going to say, it said beers. I immediately well, knew true. that wasn't anywhere in the United States. Yes. That's true. Two offers, two fries, two beers. Yeah. yeah that would be awesome. And a toy. I'd Aww. probably do it for a child's toy. Oh, yeah. we got it for we got a feather duster again, honey. Damn it. <laughs> we never are going to get the collection. Well, we got the cleanest uh, shelves in our house. <laughs> A feather duster, a vacuum cleaner, a dish scrubber. Those are your adult and toys. And there's no dandruff in this house. <laughs> that scalp massage. There is your news of the week. Hello, Hobie listeners. What are you doing next September 22nd through the 24th, 2017? Jason, that's a year away. Well, sure it is. But you know what? It's never too early to plan for the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Last year we had Stan Lee, we had John Barrowman, and even Teddy Sears. Zip! He was fast. That's September 22nd through the 24th at the Duke Energy Convention Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. Check the Cincinnati Comic Expo Facebook page out for all the news, or you can listen to Hobie and we'll be updating it as they release the new guest. Again, Cincinnati Comic Expo, September 22nd through the 24th. Make your plans now. Do you ever wonder when Spider-Man goes to the bathroom if the toilet paper sticks to his fingers? Do you ever wonder why Superman wears his underwear outside of his pants? My name is Imran. My name is Anthony. He's the jock. And he's the nerd. And we're your hosts for the Jock and Nerd podcast where we sometimes try to attempt to answer these questions. This is a full spoiler podcast and we swear a lot. Check it out for awesome geek news, interviews, and comic book reviews. Visit jockandnerd.com. We are your superhero TV, movies, and comic book culture curators. Boom. Jockandnerd.com. Jockandnerd. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, apparently the bomb this week, The Cure of Wellness. It made $4 million in 2,704 theaters on a budget of $40 million. 
But for good news, it did score a C plus on Cinema Score <laughs> and a thirty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It didn't look terrible, and it's a Paul Verhoeven film, isn't it? Yes, yes. But I, I was surprised it only made this like this little. I was expecting maybe ten, like something. It, they they advertised the hell out of that too, didn't they? Yeah, I know nothing about this film. This is the one we talked about last week. Yeah, and I forgot all about it. So, ah, so do we. It had that good of an impact on me. I remember seeing the preview on Rogue One. Oh, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. I told my son, you might want to close your eyes on this one. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. So what is the cure for wellness? Obviously uh, not a hot chick with snakes in the bathtub. You know what it is? I don't know, but I think our number one fan, Doug, he had to leave because he was coughing so much. I think he's trying to find the cure for wellness. So there you uh, go. Uh, he did leave us with this, so it's kind of like Survivor. We lost a member. Let's see who's next. Uh, it made $200,000 less than Josie and the Pussycats did. Josie and the Pussycats was a superior movie. What do you think about Josie and the Pussycats in Riverdale? I don't like them in Riverdale. Okay, I'm just checking. Just checking. I actually kind of like them in Riverdale. Well, my first impression was they were complete bitches. Okay. So it takes me a while to give you a second thought. Okay. To warm up the bitches. Exactly. Mort, it's okay. You can put your mask down. <laughs> Next. <clears throat> oh, yeah, that'd be me. Yes. Uh, the top five this week, uh, February 17th through the 19th. Number one, the Lego Batman movie. Uh-huh. $34 million, a total of $99 million on an $80 million budget. Some of that money was mine because I went to see the Lego Batman movie. It was good, but overrated. It's not overrated. It's not rated what people say it is. Not I mean, as overrated as La La Land. It's not as good as the Lego movie, but La it's La a Land good, fun really movie. <laughs> It really uh, is the best movie ever made. Uh-huh. Yeah. At number two, Fifty Shades Darker, twenty-one more million, a total of ninety million on a budget of fifty-five million. One of the uh, guys I went to see Lego Batman with, his wife went to see Fifty Shades Darker. <laughs> they did not have good things to say about the movie. <laughs> Lego Batman or Fifty Shades? Fifty Dark? Shades Darker. I want to know who are all these women going to go see Fifty Shades Darker? Are these all the women that uh, were upset about Trump grabbing them by the private parts? Probably, yes. Down the hall. (laughs) Down the hall. Or all these women that wish Trump would grab them by the private Uh, parts. See, the the, the problem... No, never mind. (laughs) No. He does have tiny hands. And who who are these women that keep buying these books? Well, there's only three. I think they're all done, right? Uh, it's Meg, isn't it? Meg, Meg from Wisconsin, yes. <laughs> Meg is all the listeners. women buying the yeah. book. <laughs> uh, Fifty Shades Darker, uh, they did have a, a scene at the end, like a teaser for the next one. Oh, yeah. Get ready. She's oh, in a wedding dress. Boy. Did you see it? No, I just read it online that there was a there was a uh, Marvel movie type of spoiler at the end, and uh, or uh, teaser, I'm like... They put the Incredible Hawk in here? That would be kind of fun. So you're reading gossip about Fifty Shades Darker? He is. When I'm trying to do the stories for the next week, (laughs) this is one of the things I look up. I can't all talk about Banyan. Well, anyway, getting Banyan. (laughs) The evil man. Getting back to bombs, number three, The Great Wall, made $18 million in its opening weekend. It's up to... 21 million. Ooh. Long weekend, that's why. Yeah, it was an extended. Yeah. Yeah. On a $150 million budget. The good news is in Japan, it's doing well. Yes. China. Japan. China. Or, I'm sorry, China. China. <laughs> and Cuba. Now I look like the complete ass because I got my Asian. <laughs> and, and, and Trump fans who want a southern Great Wall. <laughs> 
This is actually a documentary about it. <laughs> it's all, it's all symbolism and allegory <laughs> because the threat is not real. It's imaginary. <sighs> Coming in at number four, John Wick colon Chapter Two made sixteen and a half million, a total of fifty nine million on a forty million dollar budget. Okay. Heard great back. things about John Wick Chapter Two. Yes, could possibly somebody have told me they think it was better than the first, which got good reviews for a Keanu movie. Does uh, he wear sunglasses? I think he wears them in everything, doesn't he? Uh, he takes them off when he wants to show he's in Whoa. love. Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, he did say today that he was up for another Matrix sequel. No, no one else did. No one else did. Yeah. Keanu Reeves did say he's up for Not even the Wachowski one. siblings want to go back to that. I know all the special effects guys are up for another <laughs> yeah. Matrix because he gave them this salary. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Matrix 4. Keanu, let's do this. You can even have Dogstar sing on it or Dogfish or whatever his band is. Reboot. And coming in at number five. Oh, be awesome. Reboot. Fist Fight made Matrix 12 million. Reboot. In its opening weekend on a budget of $25 million. Turn Andrew Garfield. <laughs> Matrix reboot. Anybody care about Fist Fight? God, no. All the, no. All the people from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia seem to be leaving. Have they stopped making? No. It's Always Sunny. They no. signed another three years, I think. No. Because she got her... She the Mick. Her She's own, doing the Mick. Yeah. And Charlie does movies. And... Uh, yeah, no, no, they're still going strong. Yeah, they they well, they can do whatever they want. They said, "Why would we ever stop? As, as long as the network wants us, we can do whatever we want." Yeah, yeah. The latest episode was pretty funny. PTSD. I mean, yeah. No, no, this is your lowest point in your life. Your rock bottom in your life. I haven't seen. You haven't oh, seen that, that one? Oh do yeah. You, are you still watching the Mick? No, I haven't seen uh, oh, the, the episode to. of the Clown. Oh, you need to watch some. Oh, it's I'll, a good show. I'll try and record it. What you got, Jeff? Uh, upcoming February 24th, we got Collide. I have no idea what that is. Or maybe it was Collond. What's Collond? Shut up. Collid. Collid. I have no clue what Collide is. Wait, should we guess? Where's oh, let's guess. Uh, an impromptu no uh, uh, plot line. You know, I just saw the preview for this on TV before I came over oh, here. This I think year. worlds collide. Like somebody from the poor neighborhoods goes into the uh, place in the rich neighborhoods and they boom, collide. It's kind of like uh, crash. Nah, well, maybe a little like crash. I was thinking more like uh, 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 what do you call it? Uh, the greasers and the socias. Uh, the West Side Story. No. Anyways, the outsiders. Roller derby. I was thinking outsiders. Is that what you're saying? It is. It's an American backpacker gets involved with a ring of drug smugglers as their driver, though he winds up on the run from his employers across Cologne, high-speed auto autobahn. So not at all what we were guessing. No, he's it trying is. to do it for his girlfriend's emergency medical bills while traveling uh, abroad. I have seen a preview for that. There you go. We want some money to bounce. So what's colliding? I don't know if it's down there. Can you show me Nihilists. <laughs> uh, also opening this week is Get Out. Oh, I saw a trailer for this. I Get did out. too, and I'm forgetting what it was. Get Out. Uh, it's about Oh, yeah, that's She brings right. her boyfriend home, and they're doing oh, like experiments. Yeah, that looked weird. It's from Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, but it doesn't no. look appealing to me. No, 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 he's part of it. Uh, no, it's... Uh, yeah, it's from him. Yeah, it's, it's, from, it's, it's, yeah, he from ma- him. it's his movie, yeah. But he, it's, a, it's a weird... Um, yeah, it's, 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 a, bad, it's a weird bad horror suspense yeah. thing. Caught up in uh, some weird social justice thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't like horror movies, so I'm going to avoid it. Okay. And, wow, this might even be worse than the last two. Rock Dog. Uh, uh, film made in China. 
uh, about three years ago that is now being that was sold overseas and uh, they just dubbed it over with English uh, people or I'm sorry American uh, American voices voices and Lewis Black's in it yeah, that's probably the best thing yeah, you can say you about go. it Talk about Luke Wilson Eddie Izzard J.K. Simmons oh they're in it in Rock Dog yeah oh well good for them well. But there's a Rock the Dogs from 2013. He said it was from years what? ago. Uh oh. Amazingly, he was the only part where there was any crack in the facade. Oh. Well, now I can't watch the movie if J.K. Oh, Simmons brings it. Yeah, it's animated. Yes, it's oh. animated. They're doing voices. Oh. Time out. I want you. Yeah, it's a dog that plays <laughs> rock right. and Is roll. Tibetan Mastiff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would have been better if it was a. Uh... Well, I don't know. Was Peter going to be mad at this one, too? I think it would have been funny if it was a Chinese film and they just dubbed Lewis Black over a Chinese man, a real person. That would be... I, that's what I want to see. And J.K. Simmons, I like that. I like it. Uh, it looks bad. And it looks like Norm of the North. Bad. If you have kids, do not let them see Norm of the North. Oh, my God. My son loves that movie and it's so bad. Even the animation's awful on it. All right, buy, sell this week. Uh, we've... I know we've done Matt Damon in the past, but Matt Damon this week. He keeps making movies. I can't help it. (laughs) Are we buy-selling the stock of Matt Damon? I'll buy. Why not? I always buy. I'm going to sell... I think right because this great wall is going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I don't. I think he's going to make money because of the overseas sales. It's going to make money overseas. That's why I think I'm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I I do remember we even named an episode. I'll buy your Matt Damon. That's right. That's right. Because Jeff was going to buy the stock I was selling. Yes. (laughs) So he's probably made a pretty penny off of it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two on buy sell, Ice Cube. He's in Fist Fight. Jeff, scab Jeff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell. I think he's reached. I think with uh, straight out of Compton, I think he's reached his peak. I, I, I can agree with that. I think he, <laughs> even though he wasn't was, in it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was a producer of it. But that <laughs> made, that brought him back into the limelight again. He made a. What was it? Geico this movie, commercial. yeah, a Geico commercial. <laughs> he did the one where he's sitting there and he's like, uh, "It's lemonade." Can you no, that's ice tea. That's ice tea. Not oh. ice tea. <laughs> <laughs> you got your ice. But you just confused. did make a new Geico commercial. <laughs> that ice hey, cube. Ice cube? <laughs> no ice lemonade. That's <laughs> Beyonce. No, it's lemonade. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, Wrong ice. <laughs> the other one's vanilla ice. That wasn't him either. So what is that, poison ivy? No, it's blue ivy. <laughs> oh. You know she has her own line soon. Uh, <laughs> we should have star- never recorded this episode tonight. <laughs> it just started off bad and just died. But anyway, uh, Ice Cube, uh, I don't think there'll be any more barbershop movies or Friday movies coming along for him. Or Geico commercials. <laughs> Ride-alongs were terrible, so. Yes, thank you. God, ride-along. Yeah, I'm selling. Sell. Sorry, sell. Yeah. Uh, buying or selling Charlie Day? Uh, this is a tough one. It's hard because I would have already bought. I'd be holding yeah. Charlie Day at yeah. the moment. Can what? I I, buy Charlie Day or do I have to buy or sell? You have to buy or sell. Uh, I, I think I would buy. I don't I don't think he's hit big yet, and I think uh, it's still lower than it will be later. I yeah, think, I think his money, I think the stock is low for him. Yeah. I, I would buy for him right now. Yeah. I, I, he will eventually hit on a movie somewhere, I think. Yeah, as long as he's not like a, another movie of like uh, big giant robots fighting hey, alien monsters. He'll always be a sidekick. Though. You know. Pacific Rim was awesome. <laughs> and uh, Dane DeHaan. 
Who's that? Who did something? Who's Dane DeHaan? Uh, she was in uh, Penny Stock? Cure for Wellness. Penny Stock. She's in the Cure for Wellness. Oh, I was that, thinking of Dean DeHaan, wasn't I? That's, <laughs> is that the girl that's in the bathtub yes. full of snakes? Yes. Yeah. So you're buying her stuff. I'm, I'll buy. She's I'll a buy. Penny Stock. She's a Penny Stock. Buy. I said. Bye. Don't, I don't go up she, from here. I don't think she'll be in the Cure for Wellness. Is she related to Dean DeHaan? Uh, yes. Yes. I'm just going to say yes. You're just going to say yes. Okay. I have no idea who that is, but yes. Uh, he was. Did he related to Steve Banyan? Wasn't Dean De, 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 De DeHaan? Wasn't he like uh, in the last uh, Spider-Man? Spider-Man. Oh movie? yeah, he was. He was uh, the Green yeah. Goblin or something yeah. in, in the Amazing Spider-Man. Well, that worked out well for him. Yeah. Oh, so he is not the uh, hot chick in the tub with snakes. No, well, he Dane is. is. That Dane was Dean. Is. I was talking. I was asking if they're related. Oh. I don't know this Dane versus Dean. Are you sure Dane's not the guy that's in the Cure for Wellness? That's there on the goofiness. Oh, I don't know at all. Yes, I... it is. His name is Lockhart. Oh, We're what? thinking of Mia Goth, I think. R- really, really is, is... <laughs> this is the this is the dude. It's a guy. <laughs> this is the guy in the lead for Cure for Wellness that goes to find his boss or whatever. Oh, it's not the chick in the tub with snakes. Well, I'll buy him too. It's a penny stock. All right, well, <laughs> well, he might not be a penny stock because apparently he was supposed to be good. If it's the guy Can from just, the Amazing Spider Man, he's the Green Goblin yeah. Spider Man. Oh, I'm selling him then. <laughs> oh yeah, he was creepy in Spider Man. Yeah, I'll sell him too. I'm with you. <laughs> Should we just cut this whole shit out? Nope. <laughs> uh, but we do have a new uh, returning segment, Jeff. We do? I'm excited about this. I'm not. It's a... not Chris Pratt news. New returning segment. Me, old returning segment? Yes, that's <laughs> For the people I haven't listened, we used to do John Noble news, Chris Pratt news, Channing Tatum news. He also goes by Tate's because he's a close personal friend of Jeff. Yeah, me and Tate's. I don't. I, I feel up together. I feel exploited doing news about him. You know. But we got theme music for him. You're kidding me. We do. It's the Chris Pratt news music. <laughs> Seriously, uh, you want me to start playing the music? Oh yeah. There's your music, Jay. Yeah. Okay, Scab Jeff has to leave because it's his wife's birthday. Way to be here. At least you didn't forget it. So so it is like Survivor. We're going down to the original three. We just keep losing guests. But before you go, before we get to Tatum News, Tate's News, I'm seeing King Kong, Skull Island. Hold on. What are your thoughts on it? Do you Are you excited about it? I am not. No, it didn't look good. Oh, okay. Who, who's directing it? That's a good question. I'm not sure. It looks nobody, <laughs> important, nobody important enough that it. It looks makes less than great, to be honest. I'm actually but... more excited about that than Logan. Eh, eh, I'm, well, I'm not all that excited about Logan, but I'm not excited at all about King Kong. So I'll put Logan ahead of it. I'm actually or, going to be the only person going to King Kong. No, no one else wants. It, to no go one else wants to go. It's called Kong Skull Island. That's what Colin Skull Island. That's it's right. got Brie Larson. Uh huh. Tian Jing. Tom Hiddleston, Tom Hiddleston, Corey Sam- Hawkins, Samuel L. Jackson, Samuel motherfucking Jackson, John Goodman, John Riley, mm-hmm. John C. Riley, Jason Mitchell. Yeah. Who's directing? Uh, Jordan Vogue Roberts. Oh yeah, see Jordan. Yeah, but you know, that guy. Did he do Mortal Kombat too? Mortal. <laughs> Mortal Kombat two. <laughs> no, but he did the uh, better one. He, but he did do uh, Single Dads in two thousand nine. Oh, well, that's a good sign. Glad I'm the only one going. 
Anyway, so Channing Tatum news. Tate. Tate's uh, no. Michael Keaton and J.K. Simmons were both originally attached to the film. Yes. They both dropped out. There were some issues with that. So after you lose Michael Keaton, you, you go after John C. Riley. Why? Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Exactly. And Samuel Jackson to replace Simmons. I have no problem with that. Mm-hmm. Tate's is known for his acting, but is now trying to become a vodka brand owner. Vodka? Vodka. He loves vodka. Vodka or vodka? What would you like me to say it as? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the vodka called Born and Bred Vodka. Vodka. Is a collaboration between Tate's and the Grand Teton, <laughs> Teton Distillery in Driggs, Idaho. The 80 proof vodka. Vodka. Is made from glacial water from the Grand Teton Mountains and Idaho potatoes and it's distilled 25 times. Ooh. Tate's loves vodka Bannon. so much that he had a friend. <laughs> that he and a friend. Is Banny and his business partner in this? They're like mining gold in World of Warcraft and I'm mining potatoes in Idaho? Tate's loves vodka so much that he and a friend taste over 25 vodkas in hopes of finding great American vodka. That 25th one's what put him over the edge, right? The 25th one was it. He's like, you know what? This is good. Let's go ahead. I like this one best. Here's my checkbook. Just go ahead and do it. We had no intention of jumping into the business at all. We just drank vodka and that was it. <laughs> we drank 25 vodkas and said, oh, we're getting in. We're going in. Hey, Daisy, you know what we should do? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I think we should buy some vodka. Just the, not the bottles. I think we should buy a distillery. If we own the vodka, we wouldn't have to pay for it. <laughs> I like that date. And you don't have to do any more fucking Jump Street movies. You just make money off the vodka. Come We're going to sell vodka and french fries. It works for Dan Aykroyd. Look, nothing ever bad happened to him. Come on. Oh, my God. This is a great idea. Let's go do it. Get your checkbook. Uh, so, anyway, of the 25 they sampled, Tate's only liked three. The well, obvious yeah. winner was Grand Teton. Actually, it wasn't. The other two just said, no, we're not selling it to you. <laughs> he <laughs> said, it just tasted better, different than any vodka that was on the top shelf. Tate, Tate, I think you should buy this company. Come on, let's do it. <laughs> you think that was the 25th that he sampled? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I'm going with that. So if you like uh, Tate enough like he does, I'm sure he'll send Jeff some free samples. <laughs> we're filthy rich. Fuck it. <laughs> How would you like to just... Now let's go out and fucking buy some vodka. That's fine. Were you just buying bottles? Oh, no, we're buying the... No, we're buying the company. Yeah. (laughs) Buying into it. Uh, Each bottle is going to come with eight packs on the uh, ribbed. The bottles are ribbed, so you can just rub his tates abs. Can it be six Uh, packs? He's he's got eight? He's so good, he's eight. Wow. Yeah. Uh, He's like... I've probably established this before. (laughs) Oh, tates. (sighs) Here's your Tate's news. We might have some more next week. Or not. And that music means it's time for our top five. Ooh, top five. I'm beginning to feel like this is Agatha Christie's Ten Little Indians. 
because we're now down to three. Scab Jeff had to leave. We're down to three Hobie people. Well, pretty soon Jason will be dead. Yeah. We hear his cough. Well, that's pretty common. I expect that. I expect that. Sorry, Blake, for playing footsies there with you. Okay, uh, top five this week, Jeff. You're what is sorry, it? Sorry, you bastard. In honor of his recent birthday from three days ago or so, mm-hmm. we are doing our top five favorite John Travolta performances. On purpose? Well, yeah, apparently. Okay. We're not taking, like, the top five Travolta films, because there aren't any, but we're taking his performances. So if he's good in a bad film, we can include it. It But if he's bad in a good film, we can't include it, can we? He really doesn't have a lot of good movies. No, no. Movies, no. Performances, (laughs) though. I think I found enough to even have an honorable mention, so. Okay. Okay. So, Jeff, why don't you cut to start us off then? Well, I'll start us off. I'm going to go my number five. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Travolta performance is in Greece. Okay. The movie Greece. John Travolta does it does a pretty good job. I've always enjoyed it. I'll even sing his songs karaoke. So not right now, though. No, not right okay, now. Okay, good. I don't have a Livy Newton John to sing with. Good call. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Greece is my number five. Grease is your number five. That was my number four. Oh, didn't mean to steal it. That's okay. Because that was actually something that showcased actual talent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did. Yeah. Um, Blake, what's your number five? My number five was a tie. Okay. Of course. You know, and uh, this has to do with women. Kind of like, you know, how uh, Joe Biden can grope women congressmen in C-SPAN in front of everybody and nobody gets upset. <sighs> Down the hall. Which is pretty creepy if you've ever seen that, by the Down way. Down the hall. <laughs> uh, best performances would be how John Travolta can grope and kiss women in these award shows and nobody oh, else in the I didn't even think of that. That was a great performance. I didn't think about it. That's my number five. Isn't that freaky? <laughs> it is? Oscars. Oh, shit. Look at that. <laughs> You're so beautiful, Hakeem Olajuwon. Dude, you know, I love you. His oh, weirdness Adina. during those things is just... Azim Adele or whatever he called him. Hakeem Have you? Did you see him at the Grammys? No. Oh, God. Who did he at the Grammys this year? Who, who yes. did he offend at that He did it. He came show. out and he looked like a 1970s pimp. Uh, he had all this gold chains. And, and he's or a silver guy, chains. And he, he paints his hair... Way oh, yeah. too black with his eyebrows, doesn't he? And he's like, uh, the teleprompter, you know, this is my phone. It's pretty bold print. Like, you see the font on it? It's pretty large. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. So everybody makes fun of me because I can't read it. I'm definitely not going to read that teleprompter because it's too small. So I'm just going to start talking about this. <laughs> and he does. And you notice he didn't have any women accompanying him with no, that he presentation. Did not. No. Somebody yeah. finally got smart. <laughs> when he does the wipes on their face, it's the creepiest thing. Dude, oh. weird. But I will say that is tied. Not with Joe Biden's uh. groping of congresswomen on the mm. congressional floor. Okay. But uh, the fact that he married Kelly Preston. <laughs> that's pretty damn impressive. That was a good performance. It was a great performance. He, st- he had her, obviously, snowballed. So many comments. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Kelly Preston actually looks like a down-to-earth person, too. I like her oh, a yeah, lot. Exactly. Looks like one. I doubt she is if she's caught up in the uh, 
the whole Travolta's, uh, uh, what do you call them? Scientology? Yeah, Scientology crap. We don't, we don't, we're not. Just Apparently, Kelly Preston was one of the people that told on uh, Leah Remini. Oh. oh, I probably would too. She annoys me. Yeah, yeah, but you still stitches. Get, you know, next stitches week, get stitches. You know what? Next <laughs> week we're going to have to read a formal apology that Scientology wrote for us <laughs> for us to read. If next week, or it, else we're yeah. going to disappear. If next week we are apologizing, we are doing it under duress. <laughs> By either Steve Banyan <laughs> or uh, the Supreme Overlord. The Supreme Overlord. Trump. Uh, my number five is the Oscars and any award show he's at. Uh, my number one, four, sorry, is Phenomenon. 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 Thank you. Like, that's what I said for the Phenomenon. He uh, gets a brain. De- uh, brain uh, it, uh, tumor no, it makes him smarter. It's no Phenomenon. powder. Phenomena. Oh. There you go. Thank you. No, it's phenomenon. Huh? Is that well, Jeff's right? Actually, it ends in N. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he gets a brain tumor and he becomes smarter. And I actually like that him in that role. I thought he did a good job with it. It's no powder. Sh- oh God, powder is awful. <laughs> Blake, what's your number four? Grease. Grease lightning. Go grease lightning. Go, go grease lightning. Which number three? Pussy wagon. Did uh, did Scab Jeff leave his Travolta? Yeah, we'll go through all of them all at right, the end. Okay, all right. right. Do I get my number four first? No, my number three. Well, I didn't even get my four. He told me three. He's he wrong. Why is he in charge here? I don't know. It's his studio. Well, my number four. <laughs> uh, my number four is uh, primary colors. Okay. I thought he did a very good Bill Clinton uh, impersonation. Okay. Give me that. Uh, Wait, did he grope into Stop it. Down he probably did. Uh, I think that was part of the movie was, <laughs> was the, the sexual scandals coming out. Okay. Uh, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Welcome Back, Cotter. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't think of TV shows. I that was my I... number two. Oh, I, I'm not oh stealing God, these on purpose. Barbarino. Vinny Barbarino. That's right. It, it's what launched him as to being known. Who? John Travolta. What? Oh, our top five list. Where? Here. Now. When? <laughs> hate you all. See, that's a welcome back, Carter. Carter. Carter? Carter? Carter. Carter. Welcome Cotta. back, Carter list. Bannon. Reference. Bannon. A Barbarino that probably 90% of our listeners has no clue what we're doing. They're like, why is Blake asking those stupid questions? The Jack Parr demographic. Go back. It. And no, no, I, th- I think we're a little younger than the Jack Parr demographic. Yeah. Did you hear rumors that uh, Jimmy Kimmel was re- uh, in an interview and he said his uh, contract expires in 2019. He's probably going to retire then from late night talk show. Why wouldn't you if you got the money? Yeah. He said he works 70 hours a week and his wife's pregnant now and he's like, I just don't want to do it anymore. You know, he's like, I'll get to that point where I just need to have some free time. But he works from 9 a.m. till 7 p.m. every day. And then um, basically even at night when he goes home and that's he, he starts working. It takes a lot of work to be successful and yeah. funny. It does. Especially on a daily Daily Which is why I'm either. Daily gr- yeah, that's a daily grind. <laughs> I mean, look at us. We try to do it for a week, uh, every week. Uh, yeah. Well, that was my number three. So, so Blake, now you can my give your number three. My 60 minutes of beer and chicken wing prep <laughs> isn't cutting it, is it? I don't know. Kind of like your rants. <laughs> it's 54 minutes more than I put in. <laughs> Anyways. My number three. Yes. yes. Pulp Fiction. That's a good one. Oh, no, no, your list is wrong. 
No, my list is not wrong. No, because Pulp Fiction. You haven't heard of the rest of my other stuff. There, it doesn't matter because number well, you one. You already know my number two is Pulp, Welcome Back, Connor. Pulp Fiction is number one. No ifs, ands, or for everybody. No, it's wrong if it's not Pulp Fiction. <laughs> it That's was very good. It, it's the only good one he's really had. I, I, I <laughs> did like it. <laughs> I like the fact. I like the fact that he gets off coming out of the shitter. I mean, it's awesome. Uh, I mean, no, Pulp Fiction obviously is my number one. It should be everyone's number mm. one because he is one really good role and then everything else he's done. Okay. All right, that's my rant. All right. I agree. <laughs> I, agree. I probably should have had it number one, but I got a better number one. All so. right. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out what it is. Okay, uh, let's see here. My number three is just because mm. it's so laughably, laughably bad. Battlefield Earth. He put so much effort into it. And his performance is that is so over the top amazing and horrible at the same time. It is hilarious. I had to put it up there. Number three, Battlefield Earth. You can have it. What was the one where he was like the uh, bad guy, computer hacker, robber dude? Swordfish. 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 Oh, I forgot about that Wasn't one. Wasn't he annoying in that movie too? Yeah, I'm going to add I that. I hated that. Well, I oh, he, that it was not a good performance. Not a good was... performance. But a good performance of his if you like to hate it. Hugh Jackman was in it. He was getting yes. a blowjob while he was trying to fix a yeah. hacking thing. No, no, no. See, I would put Swordfish on my list if it was top John Travolta movies. Gotcha. Because that is also known as the movie you get to see Halle Berry's boobs. Yeah, for no reason other than she did it for $2 million. Other than they paid her $2 million. Good for her. Boobs. $1 million per boob? Yep. yep. So that is the reason it's a good movie, but John Travolta's performance in it, lacking. Jeff, what's the most gratuitous scene ever in a movie? Halle Berry's dress in the swordfish. <laughs> it didn't have anything to do with the plot or what was going on. It was a, well, we need breasts. Show us your breasts. Okay. Two, nope, she's like, no. Two million dollars. Yep. <laughs> okay. Uh, my number three is a tie. Or t- number two is a tie. Oh, of course. Face off. I want to take your face Oh, now, granted, he was, and then the, he had to switch roles with Nicolas Cage. It was genius now, performance. Granted, he was the better of the two main actors, and one of my favorite films that he's a bad guy in um, is Hot Damn Broken Arrow. I knew you were going there too. I love Broken Arrow. It is so bad and cheesy, but it was his first role that he was really a bad guy, and I really liked. So, so wait a minute. You've put at least. Seven things on your list ahead of Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction's on my list. (laughs) Your list is worse than than I imagined. Because I'm, I think I know what number one is going to be for you, and you're wrong. No, because it's not Pulp Fiction. But uh, wow. Okay. Blake, what's your number one? Broken Arrow. Or two. Number two. My number two was Welcome Back, Connor. Jeff. Connor. Uh, My number two was the Band Aid commercial. Not staying alive. (laughs) Oh God, no! Okay, no number the Band Aid commercial where he's in the shower with two other guys singing "I'm stuck on Band Aids" because Band Aids stuck on me. I don't I, know that one. I'll put it on our, our Facebook I don't page. That commercial. He doesn't want you to remember that either. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he also he did a soap commercial where he's in the shower with other guys too. It's so, like a recurrent thing. Uh, apparently, in the uh, early seventies, they... I missed that in Staying Alive. <laughs> I don't know if you really missed that. You just didn't see it. <laughs> but so yeah, the uh, Band Aid commercial is my number two. <laughs> By and the way, that scene from Staying Alive too. 
That is Staying Alive Two. Wasn't that Staying Alive Two? No, Staying Alive was the second one. Saturday Night Fever was the first. Oh, one. Oh, Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> Staying Alive. The yes. song. Yeah. <laughs> the whole aerobic scene there is just. Isn't it? That's Did you like really the picture disturbing. I posted on our Facebook? It's horrible page. and disturbing. <laughs> that's why I posted Very it. No, that Staying Alive was that from Perfect. That might be from Perfect, actually. Oh, same thing. It doesn't That's matter. Same <laughs> too. Okay. What's your number one, Jeff? Uh, my number one is Pulp Fiction. Okay, Chip Blake. What's your number one? I'm looking forward to this. Okay, and it's called his ultimate retirement. It'll be his best <laughs> performance ever. <laughs> Except he only has to show up at award shows. I uh, still think his performance in Pulp Fiction will be better than his retirement. Better than his retirement. All right, because we at least have something good from him. My number one no. is the Punisher. He's the bad guy. Yeah, I it's knew you're so over the top bad. No, it's it's. I love the Punisher. I love movie. the movie, but it's his, in spite of him. I can watch that performance all the time, and it's just awesome. His his performance actually is what pains the movie. I think. Let me give you some top five listener picks. Oh, let's hear some. Well, we got Scab Jeff. Go with him first. Oh yeah, Scab Jeff first, yeah. since he left here. What about eight pans? He didn't uh, leave his? Uh, Doug did not. I think Doug died on the coughing table here. All right. <laughs> we have a coughing table? Yes. Yeah, it's called this old table. Not anymore. We're all good. All right. Number five, People versus O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I heard it. I never saw it actually hurt. I he heard he did good. a great job. Number four, <laughs> Thin Red Line. And I, I know he was in that. I didn't know he was in there. What was he in there? I don't know. Number three. <laughs> he was one of the soldiers. Carrie. He was in Carrie. Oh, Remake? yeah. No, the no. original. He was one of the kids in her class that like teased her or whatnot when she got her period and number dumped two, pig's blood on her. Number two, Pulp Fiction. Oh, his list is wrong. <laughs> and number one, Blowout from 1981. I'm unaware of what Blowout is. Uh, he played a character named Jack Terry. Nobody Thanks. said Urban Cowboy. Somebody on one of these uh, lists did. Oh, well, let's get to it. Uh, from Dev. He had number five, Be Cool. That was a good movie. Uh, let's see here. Uh, number four, Broken Arrow. He had number three, Staying Alive. Number two, Battlefield Earth. Number one, Perfect. Uh, honorable mention was Face Off and Wild Hogs. Oh, I forgot to give my wild my uh, honorable mention. Uh, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention was The Boy in the Plastic Bubble. Oh, okay. Uh, Des Hassing. He had number five was Grease. Number four, Swordfish, the performance, not the soul patch. Uh, number three, The Experts. Number two, From Paris with Love. And number one, Pulp Fiction. Uh, Chris Richardson from 365, our chaps over there. Face Off is the best and only John Travolta movie I can think of. Oh, shit. Pulp Fiction 2, mainly be- but mainly Face Off. <sighs> Chris, Chris, Chris. From Besotic Geek at Besotic Geek Pod. He had Welcome to Earth. Battlefield Earth was the only one that he had listed. Everybody loves Battlefield Earth. Earth. Uh, we got a lot of responses on this one here. Uh, Sean Coon had five. Uh, number five, Broken Arrow. Number four, Look Who's Talking. <laughs> number three, Face Off. Number two, Saturday Night Fever. Number one, Pulp Fiction. Uh, Daniel Edenfield had Face Off at number five. Ugh. Broken Arrow. Ugh. Swordfish. Ugh. The Punisher. Uh-oh. Pulp Fiction. Clint Thiel. He had Pulp Fiction, Face Off, The General's da- Daughter, which was actually not bad. Number two, Get Shorty. And number one, Chains of Gold. Uh, Kevin Halliman from 360. My God, we got a lot of people on this one. You did. Get Shorty, Primary Colors, 
Oh, he did it the British way. He spelled, he spelled it, it wrong. He yeah. spelled it with a U-R-S. Oh, we love those Brits. He used the Queen C word. That's right. We're on nerdly.co.uk, just to let everybody know. Uh, three was Michael. Two, Basic. I forgot he was in Basic. And number one, Face Off. Yeah, Basic wasn't bad. Uh, Roy McMillan from uh, his podcast, uh, uh, We Are Entertained, had, I don't think Travolta has five good movies, so none. Uh, let's see here. He said, can I be on your show just so I can verbally beat the shit out of face off? Yes. Yes. You are allowed to. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Roy McCullough also said he would like to be, uh, beat the shit out of Broken Arrow. And he's like, and let's just throw in White Man's Burden, too. Uh, uh, Imran. Have you seen White Man's Burden? No. That was the one with, uh, oh, crap. I forgot the black guy was in it. But it was one where they switched race roles where the. Oh, God. The, the. Whites were the stereotypical poor people, and the the blacks were, you know, the, that the sounds awful. People in uh, in that charge. sounds like somebody that was trying to be edgy and it just exactly, yeah, okay. and that's pretty much what the movie came out as. Imran Javed. Although I will give it credit, I learned something from that movie. What's that? The best way to uh, salt your French fries mm-hmm. is to salt the ketchup that you're dipping the fries into. Therefore, uh, the salt is stays evenly, on it. evenly spread out. It's a good call. I learned that from the movie White Man's Burden. <laughs> Nothing else. That's what the director was going for. Uh, from, uh, let's see, Jock and Nerd, he had Urban Cowboy, Saturday Night Fever. Welcome. Oh, man, I forgot he was an Urban Cowboy. Ugh. I literally just said that <laughs> ten minutes ago. No, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Welcome back, Cotter. People versus OJ and Pulp Fiction. He actually might have a good list. Good for you. Uh, let's see here. And I think that was it, actually. Yeah, there you go. So, um, thanks, everybody, for your top five listener picks. We apologize if there's any coughing in the background of the show. Uh, we are on WeBeGeeksPC.com and uh, Tangent Bound Network and Geek Life Radio every uh, Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central, just to let everybody know, and Nerdly.co.uk. Good day, Governor. Dude, Twitter. At Bad Ideas Podcast and Tumblr. Yeah, you can... Uh... Just look for porn uh, on Tumblr. <laughs> just look for porn. Don't look for us. Yeah, yeah. yeah if, you're, if you're on Tumblr, really, you're just looking for porn. Yes. Or you can email porn to <laughs> Jeff at what? It's oh, yeah. Now I'm choking on my uh, obipod at gmail.com. <laughs> Thank you. Ah. Please don't 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 email porn to him. <laughs> That's you got me choking on my pez, man. What are you choking on? Pez. Oh, okay. <laughs> So, yes, next week we'll all be healthy and back in... No, we won't. Yeah, probably not. If I'm sick next week and you guys are healthy, I'm going to be pissed. <sighs> when are you not pissed? Exactly. I wish we could have recorded your rant today. You know, you know, I, I had a uh, uh-huh. good weekend of some good retro movies. I saw the old... Remember the old the original Pink Panther? Yes. That the was one with good. Steve Martin? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was with the French guy. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Gerard Depardieu? No the, no, the skinny, funny one. Peter Sellers? No. <laughs> Marcel Marceau? <laughs> no, what's the guy in Life is Beautiful guy? Bernini? He's Robert, Italian. Roberto Bernini? <laughs> yeah, of course, the one with Peter Sellers. Great film. Yeah, Great it, was, film. it was pretty good. Actually, uh, I forgot how funny it was with the gorilla costumes and the jewel thief. It's been a while since I've seen that show. Uh, you know, it is pretty good. I think everybody needs to go back and, and watch it. Good classic. Good and the Henry Mancini score. Pink what else Panther, did you watch? Clouseau. I, you know, I saw Magnum P.I. 
Oh, wow, the TV show? Yeah, I watched okay. a couple episodes of Magnum P.I. Yeah. just remembering. You, you heard they're doing a new Magnum TV show. That's been the rumors for a long time. Is it real or is it not? It's actually about prophylactic, so. No. No. It, it's his daughter. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's his daughter. No, his daughter. I thought they were going to get Matthew McConaughey to be in the new Magnum. Oh, it's not a movie. It's a TV show. Really? Yeah. yeah. You're serious. A TV yep, I'm show dead serious. Uh, yeah. about his daughter. They're going to film it in Hawaii. There's rumor that uh, Tom Selleck, when he is going to maybe retire from doing, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Blue, Bloods. Blue Bloods. And just, you know, during his retirement, do some acting on acting. Really? I taped, really? Uh, I watched, uh, taped and watched. Uh, he's, get, he's getting tired of Hollywood and the Hollywood shit. Because he's the conservative actor in Hollywood, and they're giving him grief. Oh, of course. Uh, I uh, taped and watched uh, my cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. I like that movie. Purpose? I haven't seen it in ages. It's yeah. Still funny. I never liked it. It was okay. I think it's overrated for what it was. Uh, how she won an Academy Award, I have no idea. But uh, I'd have to look well, to see if she was up against. Because Beyonce was up for it that year. No, that's your right. <laughs> and so they gave it to her. You know, Beyonce can do anything. Exactly. Beyonce lost that year. That's that's how that's how Did Kanye interrupt her acceptance speech on that one too? <laughs> I, I'm gonna let you finish. <laughs> no, Kanye, get the fuck off the stage, you piece of shit. Jeff, did you watch anything classic? Classic? Oh jeez. Yeah, Throw me on the spot here. Uh no, like I said, I was watching. Uh, we already talked about mm-hmm. that movie. Now I forgot what we talked mm-hmm. about, so okay. that's Good what talk. I watched. So uh, it was a movie that I. Okay, watched. we're done I, with you. I, uh, I watched a Band Aid commercial. That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> on Tumblr? <laughs> no, it was only on uh, YouTube. Uh, YouTube. No. Yes, thank you. I've been uh, watching Seinfeld a lot. I'm going back and watching the Seinfelds on TBS and should. 64 every night. It's been pretty good. I love those shows. So. You should do is go back and watch number one from the very beginning. Oh, I we that was on four or five weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, there's some rough ones. Yeah, there's some rough ones, but you know the the best one was where they go to the uh, the office building and wait outside the elevator for the uh, for the the lady that uh, Seinfeld was hot for. Or was it George was hot? Oh for. yeah, that's, that's your... probably the funniest funniest twenty yep. minutes in TV history. They're they're waiting outside the elevator <laughs> hoping for for her to come out. The one so they, can, they can try and meet her again. The one I saw last night, that was the Art Vandalay one. Is that the, the original yeah. Art Vandalay? Art Vandalay. That's oh. right, original Art Vandalay. And that's just, just, you know, laughing I can be an architect, his... Jerry. Yeah. Let me do it. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you, you know, want to be that my is... prophylactic salesman. No, latex. Latex, yeah. I'm sorry. Same yeah. difference. And, be, and before, you know, the world of modern technology where everything's, you know, Googleable so, yeah. on the internet. And this is exactly the shit that guys would do. Yeah. You know, back in the day in order to try and meet women. Well, it's funny. Like, you see them come in like, I got to be home for her to call me. And it's like on the answering machine. It's like, nobody knows what an answering machine exactly. is anymore. Oh, that's nutty. <laughs> People don't know what landlines are anymore. Well, I don't have landlines. Oh, yeah. By the way, second season of Voltron is currently on is it Netflix. Good? And uh, I'm not enjoying it as much as I enjoyed the first season. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, that's our show this week. Yeah, I, I need to apologize for my germaphobe rant. I was scared. I ran Doug, number one fan Doug, out of the studio with my germaphobia rant. Yeah, I don't think we recorded that, so that's not part yeah. of the show. So I don't think our listeners at home will know how that rant went. Blake had a nice rant. Uh, anyways, we appreciate everything, and uh, Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Bad idea of the week, number 37.
doing a show when you're sick. Or when everyone is sick. Except uh. me, jerks. <laughs> It's the history of bad, so bad.